This is John Scalzi, and you're listening to Versus the World Radio. Versus the World Productions. What has been heard cannot be unheard. www.vtwproductions.com The following presentation is licensed under the Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike Non-Commercial License. For more information on Creative Commons licensing, please visit www.creativecommons.org. Title and background music for this production provided courtesy of Sean Beeson, composer for media. Find him on the web at www.seanbeeson.com. That's S-E-A-N-B-E-E-S-O-N.com. I don't like this place. Alive, it's alive, it's alive! Do not panic, ladies and gentlemen. The casuals have taken control of the airwaves. This is Casually Hardcore, live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. If you wish to participate in today's show, please come to the website and choose chat at the top of the page. If you have a webcam, click on chat and video to join the video wall. If you want to do IRC chat, click on chat and you can use our web-based IRC client to join in the chat during the show. If you want to email the show, the address is ch at vtwproductions.com. That's ch as in casually hardcore at vtwproductions.com. And now... On with the show! For Sunday, the 15th of January 2012, this is Casually Hardcore. I am Gnomewise. I'm Iolite. I am Gwenora. I am Dexa. And I'm Grail. We are... <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Couldn't even get through the intro without derailing me, could you? Professional. <laughs> Professional what is what begs the question. But I digress. We are all together again. Yes, I had to bust out the full broadcast break for the first time in a while. Mm-hmm. We've been doing the um, passing in each other's orbits occasionally thing for, God, at least a quarter now. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and now you are all doomed, I tell you. Doomed! Or it's going to be a really good show, yep. one or the other. And, uh, and of course, we are um, reminded that we are casually hardcore for a reason. If you hear kids talking in the background and other things going on, that's because we have... Uh, we kids have, in the know, background. Kids in the background, yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're out of their cages. So. Yeah, yeah, that's what it says. Yes, they're not contained today. Get back in yeah. your shell. Yeah. Don't make me use the hose. <laughs> the love I'm feeling it. it Absolutely So, uh, well, 60% of us were at CES this week Yeah, we'll get to it Yeah mm-hmm. We've already done uh, several shows about it So uh, yeah, I didn't listen to any of them <laughs> I love you, you're pretty I was kind of busy A little bit <laughs> Yeah, Murphy, like, Murphy did drop uh, a house on Iolite's head while I was off uh, cavorting about and, and Dax and, and Grail can confirm the cavorting. Oh yeah. Because um, as I told Iowa when I came back, oh the, the show the show was okay. Yeah, there, there was the show was nice. The trip was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> nice. At which point I said, "Damn you!" You yeah, pretty much. 
I'm not going to lie to you, honey. There was a... Uh, there you was, threw there yourself was... on the baby grenade. Because, of course, the minute I set a toe out of the county line, the child became sick and had to be sent home from daycare after yes. half a day? Uh, no, she went in on Monday, no problem. But okay. they called me Tuesday at noon and said... Yeah, the first full day I was gone. Right, and said, come get her. Come get your child. Um, and She's spewing so, fluids and spiking fevers. and oh, We don't yeah. want to see her back for at least 24 hours. Right, they said... Uh, they actually said, see you Thursday. Yeah, <laughs> see you Thursday, because um, we're rejecting you from the building any time prior to that. And uh, then on Thursday, her fever wasn't down. So she stayed home Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, and I lost... Yes. 60% of, more than 60% of my work week. So, and so based on that, I come back and say, it was totally awesome. It was the best ever. <laughs> yeah. If that doesn't indicate the level to which I trust you, my love, nothing <laughs> ever will. <laughs> I didn't come in and BS you about, oh, it was okay. You know, everyone was kind of in, in, in bad mood. And I don't know, you didn't miss much instead of the truth, which was, I was paralyzed with laughter within 10 seconds, 10 seconds of the arrival of Doc Dead and Octail, as well as Wayne and Primer and, and Todd Prime, because that's just the effect that they have on me. Yeah. Yeah. It was, I'm, I'm sure it was absolutely hilarious. And one year we will work out how to actually go together uh, at some point. That I'm, would be good. We've already been, done step one. We've stopped having awesome. kids. <laughs> yes. Good. We are yes. now progressing along the arc towards the pri- the time where that will be easier. Yes. Oh. So yeah, done. Totally done. Oh my god. Two so there's plenty. this One guy on IRC. Okay. Who what? You know, I don't know. Some guy with a beard. Just saying. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, he's we're up. supposed to acknowledge. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, it's funny I don't <laughs> He's here. See him. Yeah. Yeah, he's on there. He's on there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, lovely. The, He's that guy who, like, you know, said he had to work instead of rep our shows during the week. Yeah, for what's CES. up with that? How dare he? Yeah, should we even acknowledge him? I don't. know. <laughs> you know my feeling. <laughs> <laughs> the love. I think we've acknowledged enough already. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, yes. If you are joining us live, and you should be, in Internet Relay Chat, you will find our producer one Barry Vaughn. Awesome. If you have something to bring to our attention during the show, please send a personal message to the aforementioned Barry VA, and he will dust it off, reorganize the grammar, substitute his own question in for yours, and forward it on to us. In your name. But of course. Yeah. This is how Barry gets his little lists when it comes to Skype time. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Skype... For the fourth half of the show today, during the listener call-in section, please, if you have been paying attention to the aforementioned and attended Consumer Electronics Show, what did you see come out of it that interested you? And or, what were you expecting or hoping to see that did not emerge? So, Consumer Electronics Show 2012 recently passed in Las Vegas, Nevada. 60% of those here present were there. You may have heard a couple of, I don't know, four different shows talking all about it. And what were you interested in seeing? What was dead sexy that you must own now? What did you want to see that was not shown or was uh, not shown to your satisfaction? So think about CES, look around, see what was out there, and we will call for your Skype in calls in the fourth half of the show later on. Fourth half. 
Yes. But of course. I got kicked off the Skype. So did or, I. I mean, so I see. So did Grail. Well, let's see. One, two, three, four. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I believe the G line limit is five. I just figured Barry booted me, so. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> that uh, is was entirely possible. <laughs> but I don't think he'd boot Daxa for. <laughs> <laughs> For, by association, why? Because, Guilty by association. Because Dax is a, because Dax is a girl, and quiet Daxa is quiet apparently. Ooh. Ah, oh. so that's that's important because we were messing, we were messing with her, blowing her own ears off. Yes. Yeah. Speak to us now, sultry lady. Hello, everybody. Hello. You sound good <laughs> to us. So uh, IRC in you know, forty seconds or so, let us know if we have addressed the issue. She's on. She's on the kids' table. Yes, um, I am. Whenever we go. Out. Over four uh, people sitting here live, we have to bring in the secondary mixing desk, which is a whole set of challenges all unto itself. Yeah. Never seems to work the same way twice, too, because I remember the M settings that worked in Vegas. Right. Replicated them here. Ooh, man, Dax is really quiet. Or, I'm blowing my own ears off. <laughs> but uh, funny enough, and I mean, I don't know how interesting this is for listeners, but you came in very quiet on the last day that you and Wayne and Todd did a show. And I yeah. changed nothing. And I don't know why, but yeah, you were just really faint. So, very strange stuff. <sighs> yeah, we got, we got gremlins or poltergeists yeah. or gremlin geists or something lurking in the, uh, in the equipment. Okay, well, apparently now Dax is at your volume, so Yay. that should be your splitting. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> we are all going to die. die. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so, since we are still in the... Uh, Tangent? Tangents are kind of a big deal right. segment of our program. Gwenora. Yes. Hi. Hi. How you been? I'm just fine. You're looking good. And why are you talking to me? Because we know what we, we did this spoken week. yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wanted to make sure you because you lost. were talking about CES and I didn't go. Uh, uh, I didn't no. go either. That's why, because I wanted to bring it away from there. We'll get to that later. <laughs> what have you been doing? Not much. Working. Work living, is pretty much it. Hopefully, mm. a fair amount of really good sex, but that's maybe not appropriate for this particular show. Not particularly, no. But here's hoping. <laughs> yeah, we are just, all rooting for you. It's just work. Picture that next time. You're pretty doing. much, pretty much been it. So. I haven't even had time to do any fishing lately, so yeah. and that needs to change. That needs to be repaired. Yes, that needs to change. We also need to rendezvous at uh, Fry's Electronics at some point and make plans for your Swotor rig. Oh, because I'm not letting you escape this actually, one. Actually, yeah, actually, no. I prefer to refer to it as my MacWire Online rig. Ah. <laughs> In the meantime, that doesn't need to happen until we can burn in test it. Yeah, that's a ways that away. To, oh, <laughs> yeah. speaking of which, yes. my father got his computer. Oh, good, and it's very sexy. I helped him. Yes, it. I know. He told me about that. So, so I suggested to him the whole dual monitor rig with mm-hmm. the big. So he needs to talk to you about a large LCD or LED. Or he monitor. was trying to recycle his old tiny one. Yes. Well, I've got one that he can have, but it's 15 inches. It's pathetic. The the the, the screen on his laptop is. And here we are talking about how many inches your dad needs. That ain't creepy at all. Yes, my hey, life. you started it. The biggest setup I saw with multiple monitors. Okay. This week was a 50 inch and a 42 inch. <laughs> Hmm. Right next to each so other. Could, I could play so, Mac Warrior for somebody's online computer. On so for their computer, uh-huh. yes. Oh yeah. 
And, you know, then the big chair so they could put with the uh, actual mouse right. on the yeah. arm recliner the chair, style chair, recliner style, so they could put their... No, not recliner style. Business chair. Oh. So they could put their feet up on the desk in front of the monitors and actually do the whole lap for business. wireless yeah. as they were doing there because they needed that big of a display for their coding. <laughs> it's like, I'm looking at the screen. I'm like, dude, really? You needed that quality monitor and that size of screen to write your code? Well, if you're sitting <laughs> in front of a screen 24-7 or what feels like 24-7, oh 365 and writing code is your entire life, mm-hmm. yeah, that would probably be worth the investment. We saw no shortage of, oh, my God, jaw-dropping displays in Vegas. Oh, I bet. We will never yeah. be able so, to afford. My dad said he'll be calling you about. Oh, yes, the, the data migration. <laughs> yes, that and everything else. So. Ah, the perils of being a computer yeah. guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, how to keep him from getting viruses again. Um, well, I told him the simple Stop solution. Stop surfing porn. No, this is my <laughs> father. <laughs> ah, that's awesome. Picture, Someone picture it now. Her. Hit her now. Hit her now. Hit her now. Hit, Hit her now. Not like that. <laughs> You're not going to get me. Close, You're going to have to do it yourself, buddy. Close so fist. you better get over here. Dio no. is not going to hit me. <laughs> what are you, insane? A little bit. No. But just. She was just suggesting that my father was. I told him the easy way out was to just buy a Mac, but the problem is with his accounting software, yeah. they don't. they don't. I couldn't sell him on it. I tried. Yeah, I, really I figured tried. you did because I tried too. And he was like, um, my accounting software is only available on Windows. And I was like, never mind. I'll VMware, you baby. Yeah. get the same amount of porn on the Mac? <laughs> <laughs> too close he's, fist he's, for him. He's got to account for the porn uh, expenditures in too, his yeah. accounting software. <laughs> too close fist for him. Uh, the love I Okay, feel. I don't even want to think that my father knows what porn is oh right now. Oh. How do you think you came about these? <laughs> that's not porn, that's procreation. <laughs> <laughs> my girlfriend's shaking my head, shaking is... her head at me. Totally picture it, picture it. No! Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, anyone, anyone. They're not my parents, so I say, yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I can kind of picture it and go, yeah, so. They're just people. Yeah. <laughs> then you mm. bring it around to your own parents. Ah! Yeah, there you go. Uh, and I like what Aid said. Aid says, and the porn on the Mac is safer to browse, too. With the big <laughs> smiley face. Mm-hmm. Ah, hmm. uh, Good yes. to know. Are yeah. you smoking crack? Moving on. <laughs> so, so see, Gwen, that's why I wanted you to talk, because it leads to inevitably. Porn? Yes. <laughs> Not necessarily porn, but no. something worth recording. Yes. <laughs> so we had uh, Gwen and his porn dad. We had Io and the disease-carrying baby. Right. Right. And um, I and the three of us yeah. having an amazing time. And yeah. You, <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. And you didn't die on your flight back, so I'm assuming that the little no. Bob's Bob's Discount Airline didn't. It wasn't uh, Bob's Discount Airline. That was a f- nicer a plane, plane than I think I've flown on, like American or United. The seats were great. Yeah, they were cushiony. Roomy. They were. They had the little head thing, so you know, you're, if you fall asleep, your head doesn't bob forward. Yeah. Or, yeah, it was it, it was, was actually uh, really nice. I mean, they share it with JetBlue. We flew Allegiant Airs, but it was a on branding on the plane was JetBlue, Allegiant Air, and Spirit. Spirit. I think was okay. the third one. So the smaller airlines were kind of united in their right. sharing ride sharing. Well, I mean, because this the flight between uh, Phoenix and Vegas only runs, I think, ten times a week. Okay, yeah. So, 
you know, you have to match it up with that. But, uh, yeah, it flew in great. It flew into a small field here, uh, which kind of felt like you're flying into a uh, bus depot. Because yeah. <laughs> you land on the tarmac and you're getting out on the, on the tarmac, tarmac and walking away. <laughs> and then you get into the little teeny terminal. But... No, it worked great for us. And we were, I was going to say, and it was a lot closer to your house than Sky Harbor because yeah. it was out at uh, Mesa Williams. 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 Yeah. 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 Plus, yeah. it was Williams Gateway, that airport that used to be a uh, Air, Air Force, Force base. base. Yes. Yeah, it used to be Williams Air Force Base. Well, yeah. and it's extremely cheap, and we even actually went the expensive route where yeah. we picked a seat, so we have an assigned seat, and we um, had the trip insurance. So ours yeah. were and $50. A, and somebody even mentioned that. Uh, you could get a discount if you didn't buy it online, if you actually so, go in and buy it. We actually could have traveled to Vegas for $20, yeah. but we paid 50 We paid 50 a ticket. A person. Wow. So, yeah. Somebody was That's telling awesome. me that they flew, a f- I think Thumbelina was telling me, she has either a coworker or a friend of hers who flew a flight up to Vegas and paid $9.99 for mm-hmm. it. Bam. She said that the, F- the FAA fees... And the taxes and were the, more, and the Patriot yes, Act fees were more. were more than the actual fare right. was. Yeah, yeah. Well, they want to get you to Vegas, and it was <laughs> and it was Allegiant, <laughs> exactly. and it was Allegiant too, which I've heard really good things about that. Yeah, yeah. You uh, can get I'm their looking, cheapest seat is nine ninety nine. I'm looking forward to flying that, but I want to fly it up to like Montana to go fishing, and they only fly up there like once a week. Or yeah, they do. Like that, if so. you're looking at that that little airport there, I actually know uh, the um, the director of that airport now. And he's he is really big on building business for the, the yeah. Williams Gateway. That, that's one way to do it. That's and, certainly and a way to do it. Driving this smaller, uh, you know, this smaller local commuter and all of that kind of traffic through that airport, um, mm-hmm. and making it, you know, even more real than it is now. Yeah. But this well, is you're the first people I know who's actually who actually yeah, used it was it. really nice. Yeah. I can't really wait. Good. I can't wait to do it. There's I'm like do it in, fifty uh, people March. on there. Well, we had uh, also. I mean, we got back and then immediately said, "Well, where else does it fly for these type of events?" And it flies to Bellingham, Washington, which, which is just we north of to Seattle. I think our friend yeah, who yeah. Way the show. Oh, is yeah, it? It's apparently ninety minutes. Raggy said it was Rag, ninety minutes. Okay. Valdenar used to live there. And okay. he said it was a ninety-minute drive. So it's one of those things where you balance it is. You know, is How that much worth it to fly there and drive down versus right. uh, just flying to? Well, C-Pack. and when we're all sharing a car and things like that for packs, that would work. yeah, it makes it a little great. easier. Well, yeah, economies we'll of scale. All right. So, yeah. in um, in my interview with uh, Commander Shepard, yes, um, I asked him, you know, what cons did he go to and things like that, and he's primarily been a Dragon Con uh, attendee. Which I do want to get to one and, day. Well, he essentially says, look, he says. Comic-Con has really gone very commercial. Right. Um, Dragon-Con is all about a really good party. Okay. See, I want to go even more now. I'm all right with that. (laughs) So I was like, okay, Dragon-Con it is. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's where we're going. So he's... uh, Speaking of cons. Mm -hmm. Con! And you have heard who's going to be at Phoenix Comic-Con this year? Bill. Uncle Bill. Uncle Bill. Oh, yes. Yes. Bill. The Shatner. Shatner. Yes. And his hairpiece, Chet. Chat. Oh, that's right. So I forgot about get, his hairpiece. So we can get. Uh, we Maybe can, we can, we can just him to play the recording of Will Wheaton doing William Shatner as an asshole. <laughs> 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 just play the recording of that. <laughs> no, William effing Shatner. William effing Shatner. Yes, he with. We're totally okay now. now. Yeah. But I have to read this out loud because <laughs> I have to read this good. out loud. Yeah. Oh. Um, and he would make great. We need to you connect him up I with the to, Woodstock I, guys because he would be. Phenomenal to yes. partner with them because he does all kinds of improv and things like that. Well, as he's well. a stand-up comedian as well. He was freaking 
hilarious. I can't wait to hear it. I laughed a good portion of the interview. Nice. So that'll go out on the Alpha Geek interviews RSS feed. Yeah, I did it as both. I did it as casually hardcore and Alpha Geek radio. We just have to have to choose where to publish it. So, but his sting, which I'm hoping we might be able to pull off and and get soon, um, was very funny because it was the I'm Commander Shepard and this is Casually Hardcore, oh. my favorite podcast on the really? internet. <laughs> and he did the whole voice and he said, "Do you need another take?" <laughs> <laughs> I really think we need to save the. Do you need you another, another take? take? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what this is. I don't know what this is. Let's do one more take, just to be sure. <laughs> Let's see. Who else have we got that's going to be here? Oh. Um, Ed Asner's going to be here. Really? For Phoenix Comic Con. Hmm. Huh. Okay. No, he's got... No, he, yeah, oh, he's God. done voice acting for the DC really? films. Really? Yeah. Yes. Aaron Gray is coming? Aaron yes. Gray and... Um, who's going to play Buck Rogers? Gil Gerard. They're both here. Yeah. Aaron nice. Gray. Wilma. Uh, Colonel Aaron Wilma. Wilma. From Aaron and Yep, Buck. Gil Gerard. And he looks really old. So are we going to be hooking up with them <laughs> again so- to do the... I'm uh, sorry, Gil, but as far yeah. as I know. Nice. Good. I got I to formalize. I gotta yeah, we need to talk out about to them that. And say, we're going to do... We're gonna, uh, if we are invited back, which I don't see, I mean, there was no reason we would not be. <laughs> Sam Sykes is going to be there. Oh, hell yeah. He was fun. He was, yeah, he was he very was fun. He fun. writes good books, too. I read the first of the books. Now, we're going to live stream the, the big hall and then do... Uh, recording stories. and podcast of more of the smaller ones because we have more gear than we did before. But the whole trying to live stream multiple streams, totally not worth it. No, right. it was just... There's no, no, that coverage. was a gigantic yeah. pain the in the ass. The cell phone coverage, at least... I mean, funny enough, we talked about the fact how Sprint was working so well at CES. Right. Their actual, though, hotspot at Phoenix Comic Con last year was horrible. Was horrible. Yeah. It just yeah. died nonstop. Yep. So, Yeah. So the uh, message there is, do not try. Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't even bother. Please so don't. Yoda, 1427. <laughs> we, yeah, do or do not. <laughs> there, there is, is no, no try. try. <laughs> yes. We went off on a whole tangent when driving back in really lousy traffic one night. <laughs> and this whole mishmash of Mace Windu in Star Wars Four. universe... Crossed with uh, Samuel L. Jackson's character, Pulp Fiction, Pulp Fiction, Pulp Fiction right? Basically, he's talking to, to Palatine, Emperor Palatine, and and doing the whole "Say what again?" Yeah, <laughs> do they speak basic, basic on what? what? <laughs> <laughs> say what? <laughs> basic? Do they say speak what? Basic. One more time. <laughs> I dare you. What? I double dare you. Oh, Todd! It, Todd does that voice. Does Todd, so Prime well. yeah, does Todd Prime does that Prime voice yeah, yeah, yeah. perfectly. It was so great. And it was like 20 minutes long, too. It was the whole ride back. Whole yeah, thing. I mean, he had the whole scene. Down. Then why are you trying to F him? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't try. Yes, yes you, you did. did. <laughs> yes, you <laughs> did. <laughs> what oh. does Darth Plagueis the Wise look, look like? like. Yeah. Does he look like He's bald <laughs> and... <laughs> Black and... <laughs> This is why we hang out with Todd Prime, because he does crap like that. Oh, my gosh, yeah. It was hilarious. This is indeed what we find. But did you get another... Oh, jeez. Hot sheets. We didn't gamble How's she doing? We did... Cupcake. Cupcake. Which the first iteration of which has been published to the Casually Hardcore Facebook page. If you haven't seen it, go do it now. Yeah, that was like starter cupcake. Yes. There are many more photos. Good. They were on... 
Todd Prime's phone. Oh, okay. Ah, oh, nice. Much higher resolution, too. Nice. Nice. Very I am nice. really worried that that was the starter photo. Yeah. <laughs> that was just for openers. Doc Wayne yeah. looked like he was having a really good oh, time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. supposed to be... Uh, That's why the tagline is, you know you want it. Yeah. Because we went all the way into surprise kokaki. Yes. Just come from anywhere. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> close eyes. Close <laughs> eyes. Open, Open mouth. mouth. Good. <laughs> mm. Oh boy. Yes. And we have an arch nemesis. So the kapkagi was actually thanks to what was it the kapkikeri? Well, that was from the cupcake. It was from the cupcake. Which was spawned from the Honey Badger video. From the Honey Badger video, so. yes. So. <laughs> but yes, we got lots of really great cupcakes. We yes. They were definitely yummy. I did the uh, yeah. Well, that all happened because the battery on my my aging Nexus One right. needed uh, supplementing, so we went to the wireless toy store, and right next to it was the super delicious gourmet. Cupcake store, yeah, cupcakery, which attracted Daxa like a man. Yeah, I was like, wait, cupcakes. I, wait, I have here. to go this direction. Exactly. You guys go tech. I'm done with tech. And I, I really, want sweets. I was really actually mourning the loss of the cupcake that was used <laughs> in the cupcake. <laughs> Oh, but oh. I could have eaten that. It was so it was good. Yeah. So damn good. <laughs> There's some, yeah. They had like, you know, 19 flavors, I think. Yeah, I think we tried just about all of them. Mm. I think the only one we ended up not trying was like the, we tried the carrot. We didn't do the pumpkin because we had yeah. run out of, yeah. But, Nobody was really in the pumpkin. We everyone, ran out of stomach at that yeah. point. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, uh, Ian on Facebook came back with the, with the good comeback because I published the Kapkake poster with the tagline what happens in vegas dot 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 and his first post was ends up and on facebook, facebook. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely too true too true and then so, he makes fun of us because we're talking to each other on facebook <laughs> oh, all under the same account of course yeah. we're, we're all admins on the page <laughs> so what's your point it works yeah. <laughs> we're trying I, to maintain some personas here okay i Back put off. daxa first yeah. before i talk to the gw yeah. brackets so they know who who am i talking to now sybil <laughs> So speaking about uh, baked goods, we did Wait a, a where's this going? I know, I know. <laughs> we uh, did a very belated Christmas exchange yes. with the folks that picked us up from the airport, and Daxa ended up with with little um, cookie cutters, and they are Star Wars shaped. <laughs> They're so cool. Will we be having a baking party after next yeah. week's show? Or? Yeah. They not like next week. Not and... next week's, but the week after, because I can't come to next week's. But yes, oh. definitely. Mm. Yes, there's a Death Star, there's a yeah. Millennium Falcon, um, an X Wing, and a TIE Fighter. TIE Fighter, yeah. Yeah. They're really cool. Which is awesome. <laughs> we are baking. We're baking. We're going to try. We got some sugar cookie Pillsbury you know, roll at home. You roll give it, it out. Yeah, we'll yeah. see how this turns out. Well, we can always use uh, uh, Grandmother Whitehead's uh, cookie recipe. Oh, mm. that if you nice. Like. It's, it's, we can do that. We may have to come early in two oh. Sundays from now. Yeah, there you go. I'll Bake set some it up. Yeah. Okay. A, a, a baking and or... Uh, I got all the stuff for the mead, Baking the and brewing. What? I have all the stuff for the mead. Oh, mead. Oh, because yes. I still have pounds the of recipe <sighs> somewhere. The yeah, wait, little packet wait. of I'll be right stuff. back. I have to find it. <laughs> uh, you're wired. <laughs> well, I figured that out. Yeah, <laughs> only for a short period of time. The whiplash was an indicator. <laughs> oh, That's pretty bones. funny. Oh, yes. right. mm, I'm kind of actually a little scared. Of, oh, oh my god! Oh, yummy! <laughs> what is that? It's a huge bucket of honey. 
A bucket it's of mountain honey. top honey, camel toe. What? It says camel Shut th- up. I'm camel not even going to go. It says camel, camel thorn. thorn. <laughs> That's yeah. Let me show it to the, the video wall. That's, That's what 15 pounds, pounds of honey, honey looks, looks like. Wow. Yeah, boy. Very nice. It will, it will one day just in case. be mead. I just want to dive into that. I need to go drive, go, go buy a <laughs> drinking horn just, now. Just don't go near my car if you do. <laughs> I know. <laughs> go into the bathroom, rub it all over my body. Yeah. <laughs> Sticky. Sometimes that, that would no longer be appropriate for fermenting. Oh. <laughs> it may uh, introduce a certain, I don't know, funk to the Adamant into the batch. You well, think? The interesting part is that honey is antibacterial. It is, which is, and you know this probably better than I do because you have children. You can't give it to babies. Yeah. And it not it also the one food that doesn't spoil? Won't spoil under normal conditions. Yes. Well, I don't think Twinkies spoil either, but yeah. 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 Oh. <laughs> she said food, 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 food. I, didn't, I missed that. Speaking qualifier. of which, I saw a thing that Hostess is filing for bankruptcy yeah. again for the second time in four years. Lovely. And it doesn't look like they're going to survive. Nope. Which means Twinkies will be no more. Oh, no. Oh. Someone will buy these. Somebody will Although, buy the piece I did it. see... Was it? It was a uh, no reservations. Yes, the one in Cleveland. Well, they went into the old. They um, went into an old bookstore that used to be. It wasn't Hostess, right. but it was some place that made some kind of snack cake with creamy rich filling inside. Right. They closed the place like forty years ago, and this guy bought it and made it into one of the largest used bookstores in the entire world. And the stuff was still in the pipes. Oh my! And God. you could I open it. Corn syrup or the yes. stuff of the cream filling. The cream filling was still in the pipes in the building, and you could open the pipes and. And taste it. And it, was and it was still good. Ew. Because Tony Bourdain opened it and tasted it right there. He's like, oh, wow, this is wow, this is delicious. Yeah, it was really frightening because you started thinking about, as Tony Bourdain did, all the unnatural chemicals that were in that substance. Yeah, not wow. only that, but just how long it lasts in the pipes. And now yes. it's in your belly. Yes, and now <laughs> it's in your stomach. You've just cocked yourself. Yeah. Ay. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it was kind of nasty. It was like, wow, okay. <laughs> Not and good. then I coughed into the microphone. <laughs> Just turn your head and cough. <laughs> so yes, they chicks. Chicks don't understand what that the real implications of, of turn your head and cough. Yeah, you I have no idea. Yes, and, yeah, no. I I have no idea. Violation but, at a young age. Okay, please remember. Put your feet in the stirrups. Ours involves, <laughs> ours involves a speculum. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Would 10 seconds yeah. in a microwave hurt, Doc? <laughs> oh, God. I have actually heard, heard I've heard Felicia say that, yes. or something <laughs> along those lines. This Room temperature, really? I have a, uh, okay, I Are did have one. Are Doc? Yeah. Hang on, I did have one doctor that kept it in a warmer. How courteous. That's, that's very nice. All of the equipment mm. kept in a warmer. Yeah, see, I have a fair... That was courteous, yeah. I have a was that a male doctor or a female doctor? Male. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow, that's he a... Said, he said it for took a guy, him... For a guy, that's a... It only took a, him a year of... He was, this was in his 30th year of practice. He said for only his first year, he said, yeah, I've heard that enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to help not have that happen. Don't clench, don't clench. That's, that's a surprising level of sensitivity for a guy. It is. It really is. That's awesome. And on that bombshell... <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly. We come to right. our first break. Right on. You're listening to <laughs> Reinforced Sage. A full panel episode of Casually Hardcore Live yes, versus the World Radio. This is Productions.com. I've got this week's episode of the laughably named now North Rand News, considering it's all about the old republic now. And for a while there was about Lord of the Rings Online. Yeah. But mm-hmm. hey, it's good to have roots. Yeah. 
the wonderful production from the incredible, talented, and lovely Amelia Overbay Day. This episode is, is entitled, I Lost My Wallet on the Sandcrawler. Mm. We shall nice. return right after this. This show is brought to you in part by Audible. Audible.com is the leading provider of premium digital spoken audio information and entertainment on the Internet. With over 85,000 programs for more than 1,000 content providers, including leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, entertainers, magazine and newspaper publishers, and business information providers. Audible customers can also have their Audible content wirelessly delivered to their smart mobile devices daily, even while sleeping, taking the computer out of the equation. To find out more, visit vtwproductions.com and click on the audible.com advertisement on the left-hand side. Or visit audiblepodcast.com forward slash vtwproductions. New customers in the United States and Canada will receive a free audiobook download when they sign up via that link. audiblepodcast.com forward slash vtwproductions. Welcome to Northrend News, a proud partner of Casually Hardcore on btwproductions.com. In today's Northrend News, credits are hard to come by in the galaxy's outer rim when you're a Sith with expensive tastes. I can't believe you've already got your speed up, Blinky. I had to sell my droid into indentured servitude just to scrape up enough credits to fly to Tatooine. But Master... I thought we'd develop such a good working relationship. Don't sell me to the sand people. Did that guy just say it puts the shot collar on or it gets the hose again? Huh? What are you talking about? I just got enough credits to buy this little mouse droid from the security key vendor. Isn't it cute? Aw, Vixen, you're never going to get your speeder. Well, it's not my fault they sell so many things I want to buy. But did you really need five new appearance kits for Kemvo? Of course I did. One for each of my new outfits. A Sith's gotta travel in style. At this rate, you won't be traveling at all. Blinky's prediction comes true as the duo begin their journey across the sun-scorched sands of Tatooine. As Blinky flies in circles around her on her shiny new speeder, Vixen's new boots start melting in the heat. Look, can you loan me 48,000 credits? You know I'm good for it. I'm sorry, Vixen. Even if I wanted to, credits can't be transferred across factions. Oh, well. I guess that's... Hey, what do you mean, if you wanted to? Let's face it, Sith Lord. You're lucky that our council's only got a few members. At the rate you're going, it looks like most Darksiders go bankrupt before they become Darths. Hey, don't say that. I will become a Darth. I will. Hey, where are you going? Will Vixen ever solve her credit problem? Will Blinky uncover the secrets of the Sand People? And just what about that Wookiee sandwich? Tune in next time to find out. Until then, this is Northrend News, reminding you that even though they nerfed slicing, it still pays the bills. This is Danielle Corsetto from Girls with Slingshots, and you are listening to Versus the World Radio. I hope you have a drink handy. Casually Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. And moving onward and upwards into, well, what I did on my summer vacation. Uh-huh. Really? 
No, let's <laughs> talk a little about CES here since it's kind of of moment to what the heck we've been doing. True. It's more spring break than summer vacation. That's true. Yes. Though for the future, I'm trying to figure out what the we got going next. I think really. Phoenix Comic Con is Phoenix the Comic Con is our big thing. one. That's May. It's the Memorial Day. Memorial weekend, right? Day weekend, the twenty fourth yeah. to the twenty seventh. I mean, Italy. technically, PAX East will happen in between then, but nonetheless, I don't think any of us are planning. We're on not going to be able that, to make that. Yeah. yeah. No, um, when is the when is, is Dragon what? Con? Do you know? I don't know, but it shouldn't be hard to look up. Yeah. I know it's in. It's like Atlanta. Yeah, it is in Atlanta. Um, yes, typically. Um, I remember it being in proximity to PAX, which I think is part of the problem. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that they are August thirty first to September third, yeah, twenty twelve, same in time, Atlanta, Georgia. That's right, right at the, the same problem. Time. Same time, yeah. exactly the same time. So we would have to pick one, yeah. pick, one, pick one, or split up, or split up. Pack it is. Enjoy DragonCon. <laughs> have fun. You like you like your known quantity. I love awesome. my packs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I will. You're say welcome. That, <laughs> that is a very large Cookie Monster. What? I'm looking at the Dragon Con site. They've got pictures from last year. Okay. Um, and they have lots of people like uh, Eliza Dushku. Mm-hmm. Dushku Who was at CES? And and uh, lots of and uh, lots of people in cosplay. It's apparently much bigger cosplay mm. um, stuff going on. Bow, chicka, bow. My favorite is still the Cookie Monster Hunter, though. They had a woman who's wearing Cookie Monster pelt boots. And had it was all dressed up as a female warrior with a spear, and at the at the end of the spear was Cookie, cookie Monster, Monster head, head. With, with X's through his eyes. The, 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 the best touch though was the fact that she was wearing clothing made, made out of the, for made Cookie Monster. Out of cookie <laughs> Monster, <laughs> Cookie Monster. That's awesome. That made out of the awesome. pelt. Yes, I have adapted the pelt. Well, right. she was like warrior, but she was like prehistoric, right? Warrior. Just to, um, if if you could hunt puppets know. as as a hunter gatherer, <laughs> this is what you would look like. <laughs> The, the huge herds of Muppet that used to roam the plains of North America. No? Not, no, not, no. Even, not even a smirk. <laughs> I hate every single one of you dying of fire. Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> Consumer electronics. Hang on. <laughs> what? I can see how long your appreciation of my sacrifices last. Dying of fire, he says, <laughs> after I throw myself on the kid grenade for you. Statute of limitations, dear. Statute of limitations. <laughs> <laughs> 14-something minutes, hours. <laughs> so not getting late. <laughs> I love you. You're pretty. I can't. All right. So awkward. <laughs> this is awkward Come enough. back to that. <laughs> Out, oh. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So Next let's topic. hammer out some CES so we can actually talk about gaming during the gaming segments. Yeah. <laughs> well, hang out your CES. Go with the, go with the gaming related okay. stuff. So obviously Razer was uh, probably the biggest gaming related place we visited, um, mm-hmm. both showing the Switchblade. Razorblade. Razorblade. Razor Blade. Razor Blade. Which used to be called the Switch Switchblade. Now right. it's Razorblade laptop uh, incorporates the little touchpad that's also doubles as a screen right. monitor. You With can... the screen-backed uh, keys above it. Context right. sense. Yeah, context. So, so the little graphical OLED graphics will come up underneath right. the keys, and the, it's a high-resolution touch screen slash mouse pad slash screen slash yeah. sexy. does everything. And um, it's an aluminum chassis, so it's very, very light. Well, com- com- durable. Com- yes, Considering it's a gaming laptop. And powerful, yeah. And powerful, yes. Yeah, they weren't going for super svelte. I mean, it was right. not, you wouldn't confuse this with an Ultrabook. No, no. absolutely not. But it is definitely, not. I mean, it, it, is a, it means business gaming specs. Yes. So just as a gaming rig, even if you don't have a game that supports the super fancy touchscreen, 
it is a completely wonderful gaming machine. Right. But when you pick that up and you pick up, like, let's say an Alienware laptop, there is a significant difference between the weights right now yes. yeah. of either one. Um, and I think it, it actually won the Innovations Award, awesome. CES, for the gaming hardware. Yeah. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Because between that and then they actually had the Star Wars keyboard on display that also incorporates that same features. It's basically the same idea, but in a keyboard mouse. And this it's a generic product that they're going to make, but they also made this one specifically in the style of Old Republic. Yeah. Exactly. It's colored with the same color scheme. It has... The symbols for the Republic and the Imperials on it, but it had the touchpad. Now on the actual keyboard, though, they actually had it linked to Star Wars. So the keys above the touchpad, if you pushed a button on it, would actually turn into the same icons as some yeah. of your uh, abilities, like your quick travel button, uh, your emergency fleet pass. I saw on there, and a couple others. No, part of the, part of the setup is a, a little software suite that acts as the go between and the customizer between. The, right. the keyboard and hopefully many and various titles. Yeah. Right. Which interests me also because you look at that and you go, wow, that'd be kind of neat to have those just on my keyboard considering Star Wars does not give you all that many button slots to use. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> so saving a few and having it on the keyboard would not be a bad thing at all. Not at all. So there's a question from the IRC. Is it overpriced like all of Razor's stuff? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Without yes. a doubt. Deus Ex wanted to know that. Tech Breach has already said yes, Deus, but I thought I'd ask yes. anyways. 250 for the keyboard. For the keyboard. Wow. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Quite pricey. Now, the, the, the Razor Blade is competitively, competitively priced, priced. With, with similar with alien Alienware. Wear, which is also... Highly overpriced. highly overpriced, but nonetheless. But to get, I mean, getting, getting high-end video hardware in a portable that doesn't melt itself... That's it's pretty expensive. It's expensive to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, they're, they're not shooting for mass market here. They're shooting for the hardcore gamer who is willing to drop 250 on a super sexy keyboard. Yeah. Now, it's also a macro recording keyboard. It has all kinds of really nice quality switches in all of the keys. Um, so you can beat the living snot out of it. So it's, it is not just o- it's not only good for Old Republic. It is a good gaming keyboard. Yeah, gotcha. That one would hope the quality is such that you won't be replacing this any time in the foreseeable future. We'll see. Yeah. Then yeah, they also had the Star Wars mouse, which is available right now, which yep. is basically a reskin Naga. I think yeah, it's very yes. similar to the Naga. Naga. So, Naga. Yeah. Naga. 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 Twelve buttons for your thumb. I so tried a very... Naga. My big fat meat hook is just I, I couldn't. It wasn't precise enough. Yeah. Mm. It seems like it, it's going to well, definitely be based using on your the thumb user. And not yeah. the, sorry. Anyway. <laughs> show you something I am very proud of. I'll have to ask you to step back. Though. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I still, got a little, I still got a little Vegas left in my system. Oh, man. That's because apparently you left early. Uh, well, I yeah. had a wife who needed rescuing. <laughs> <laughs> Kind of in that land of get home. Come here, save me. Just in time for her to be all better and able to go back to to childcare. Like, woohoo! I mean, oh, I'm sorry, honey. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Feeling the love. I am feeling the love. uh, So, the Razer products. Yeah, Razer was great. They had their their interesting um, Project Fiona, Mm -hmm. which was their their version of what the Switchblade was last year, which is their kind of their R&D. Smoking some interesting chemicals and just kind of throwing stuff against the wall. So picture a, a wide tablet PC with Sony-ish style yeah. handles. Ga- handles on either side of it as a gaming platform. So you can kind of hold it up and 
it'd be like a driving sim or just really just giving a tablet good quality um, console style gaming control handles. Mm-hmm. Um, they weren't really demoing, at least not outside yet. You had to you know be above a certain height and allowed to go into the back room to see actual tech demo of it. But under glass, they were showing it. And what I was thinking is if they put a camera in that thing facing away from you, you could do all kinds of augmented reality fly-through games. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because AR is becoming very buzzwordy and mm-hmm. interesting. And I've seen some interesting applications. Because if you've seen the AR drone, which is the four-propeller flying-around mm-hmm. drone. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The piece of that, I mean, the, the name AR drone is because its primary purpose is a gaming device. And it has cameras, and you control it through your iOS device. And you put these little placeholders in the environment, and the camera interprets them as game elements. So you put little triangles all around the place, and each of those are enemy fighters, and show up on your screen as something to shoot at. Mm-hmm. So you're flying through real space, but you're still playing a video game. Oh, right on. So you could do something very similar with something like this Project Fiona. Or it could just be a great way to sit down and have a good, high-quality gaming rig that's very portable. Yeah. Um, it's not locked down to the screen in your uh, television room. Right, right. But that was their offering for, here's our crazy-ass thing that might yeah. might never come to market. Let's see what happens. But it's exactly. way cool. Yeah, yeah. it looked wicked there. cool. I just would have liked to have actually played with yeah. it. But. Yeah, yeah. And that one did win uh, the best of CNET, it, the People's Voice Award or something. The, yeah. Ooh, that looks yeah, That looks awesome. Have, yeah. Must get me one of those. Um, Gaming-wise... Well, we also... I mean, they had the uh, advancement, I believe it was Samsung, that took the 3D television and yeah. took a Xbox game that was split-screen. And because of the way 3D interacts with both your eyes, they had glasses that specifically only focused on one piece of that screen and expanded it. So you were able to play full-screen two-player, two-player games, games on the same screen. And now. neither person could see the other's yeah. mm-hmm. screen. And both people use the entire screen. Yeah, it was incredible. So Interesting. It, it takes a top-to-bottom split-screen game where normally you can just glance up and see what your opponent is doing. No one will ever do that, of course. No, no, absolutely not. And the software works with... And here's the big thing was it works with existing games. Right. It's not like they had to... No to, extra code or right. anything. And it takes the lower half and expands it to full screen using the even-numbered scan lines that show up in one side of the polarization and take the other half of the screen expand it to full screen and the odd numbered scan lines which show up in the other side of the glasses give you special glasses that instead of having one polarization in one eye and one in the other give two of one and then two of the other so you see the even numbered scan lines or the odd numbered scan lines and block out the other ones Yeah, you right. both get to play full screen head to head or cooperative for that matter yeah. and neither of you can see the other one's screen but the biggest deal there was no special anything required yeah. put no. your existing game aside, basically aside from a pair of Glasses. Cheap pre- glasses. Yeah, just yeah. these cheapy glasses they had. And a 3D television. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And not the active. Not the active. So they just the passive. Just the plain. No batteries required. No weird yeah. stuff. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. It was really great. That was neat. Yeah. So that would be wicked sexy for uh, anyone who's already invested in a 3D TV. Right. Or someone besides us. Someone besides me. It would work for you. It would work. You would still see the full yes, screen. Yes, you would you still just, see the full see screen. The depth of 3D, but because it doesn't matter. It's just use, it's using the same. It's using one eye. Yeah. You didn't not, get it's the, not three dimensional. No, it's not three dimensional. It's using a 3D TV yeah. in a really clever way. In yeah. a very mm-hmm. clever way, absolutely. To not do 3D. To not do 3D, so which is 2D, weird. Still a 2D game, but allows you to leverage two players full screen at the same time. No extra TV required. No cheating. Exactly. Next way, shot. way neat. Nice. It's definitely one of my. Oh my gosh, that is such a great idea. Why didn't someone else think of that? Right. Right. Uh, they announced Kinect for Windows. 
Yes, that was really great. And another one, 250 bones. It's really expensive. Yeah, it's expensive. And I heard some explanation as to why. Why? Let's find out. To shrink it down smaller with a shorter field requires more expensive optics. Ah. And so because the connect for your television is designed to be used from and only really works effectively if you're standing six feet from the sensor. As you guys have learned by owning one, you can actually buy clip-on kits that will shorten the field of view with extra optics Mm. for people who don't have a lot of space. Mm. To apparently to make it you know small to fit on top of or under your monitor in a computer environment uh, costs money. So part of the reason why it's more expensive is had to be. That makes a lot of sense. We've got plenty of space for ours, but yeah, I can see how that would be a. I saw some interesting, yeah, but I mean, if you're using it, I think they're. For seeing people using it seated in yeah, front of their computer. A computer. So yeah. it's a really sh- short, short depth of field for it to be able to sense you. Because um, I guess they want you to just be doing gestures in front of your screen, right. seated in front of your computer. Apparently, that was more of a challenge than you might initially huh. think to adapt the one that covers the whole room to one that covers just your chair. Interesting. That, or that might just be them making excuses and trying to make a buck. Who knows? Well, I mean, it would make sense if that was the case, but. I saw an interesting. Uh, sticking it's a with reason. gaming. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, a, it's reason, a reason. At, at least. Uh, combining console gaming, 3D, and Kinect all in one. So they had the one demo in the Microsoft Pavilion with a guy basically playing the pod racing game from Star Wars Episode One. Right. Where right. he's just standing there in front of the screen. He's got the 3D glasses on, so you have a nice 3D game. Mm-hmm. And he just has his hands out in front of him, and he's revving, braking, and... Turning and Turning all that. and revving yeah. just by moving his hands in front of him um, in a 3D field of view. Hmm. And actually seeing that with the 3D glasses on where the elements of your hands are kind of out in the game elements was kind of interesting. Right. And, and I would never have thought that combining something like the no controller connect with a 3D depth of field would bring something to the game. But it actually like, hey, that's quite something. Yeah. If they can get a level of precision... I can imagine a game where you know, your controls inside your mech are out here in space and you're actually controlling switches and things. Oh, that'd be cool. Can you imagine sitting down in front of your game and having your cockpit come around you and just reaching out and saying, you know, engage, 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 vent heat, whatever. Yeah. I think that's interesting. I mean, they, I don't know if they'd be able to pull it off, but it would be dead sexy. The only thing I saw when I was watching the guy playing the pod racing game is after a while, you holding your tired. arms out there. I mean, most people are going to be like, okay, I'm done. Just give me a controller. This is wearing me out. <laughs> I, think I can kind of rest my arms yeah. when I'm holding them in space. Yeah. It just mm. looks painful after a bit. <laughs> yeah, I'm tired. They did have a video, though, for the Star Wars, the actual like lightsaber connect game running ah. outside, but they didn't have it playable. But they had a video, so they showed the kids playing, and it looked like, okay, that might be kind of cool. Looks like move all breakable objects out of the room. Yeah, no kidding. We're <laughs> putting this disc in your Xbox. <laughs> Schnickety schnick. Oh, my goodness. Oh. Say what again? Yeah. <laughs> Say what one more time? Tying it together. Oh, man. What? Hey. What else well, did we see that was... Um, uh, Gaming-related. Those were the major... Obviously, a million different headphones and headsets. Oh, yeah. Audio is everywhere. Right. Things to use Eight. with your computer. Visited NVIDIA, but, I mean, they're showing you video cards at that point and showing, yeah, great, 3D demos, wonderful, looks really shiny. Yeah. yeah. It's all about the numbers with them. Yeah. They're, they're publishing the specs of their, their next great iteration. Um, but for a visually-based uh, product... 
the booth is surprisingly unappealing. Wow. Yeah. 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 Same absolutely. with, I mean, the only place that we saw actually the AMD 7970 was a diamonds booth. Mm-hmm. And there's also right. was a very small booth. They had one running crisis two on like three monitors, like wrap with the Across wrap around. Monitors, so it was yeah. the, one, the one I infinity, but, and it looked great, but I don't know how it looked any more greater than a 6970. So, well, here's the challenge that they are running into in, in the video card industry is, They've gotten good enough to wow and satisfy pretty much 95% of their customer base two generations of product ago. So the gains, it's the diminishing returns. They have a huge increase in numbers. They add a whole new extra GPU, RAM, for a wee skosh increase in real noticeable performance. Yep. Same thing that the, the processor right. designers they're, are coming They're up on with. the curve of diminishing returns right. at this point. Um, so they're hoping we all get 3D because that's a, new, a new, whole new realm for them. Y- yeah. No, thanks. Um, were, you, were they still having a trend of ruggedizing? Were you seeing that It was a huge still? deal, but everyone had some kind of... I mean, Panasonic had their tough tablet, which mm-hmm. was the tablet version of their tough book line. Mm-hmm. Um, but it wasn't... You know, there was the occasional offering. Here's the child version of, of yeah. our product that yeah. beat the snot out of, but, but yeah. wasn't a huge presence. I mean, the Ultrabooks arguably yes. were all about you will have an aluminum case on this thing at least because mm-hmm. um, we want this to be super light and incredibly durable as right. part of the spec. Which there was a company out there, and it wasn't actually making like a, a tablet or oh, a laptop, yes. but they had a rugged, portable solar panels that you mm-hmm. could pop out of a case and use as a generator. Nice. So that and, was pretty neat. And it was like something you could wheel around like the size of a Piece suitcase. Of yeah. Piece of luggage. Suitcase. And it had little wheels on it. Yeah. It was really neat. Yeah, because it folded into itself and then it would fold out. Right. It was really cool. So like outdoorsy stuff. Yeah, that might nice. be a really interesting, especially yeah. Arizona. That's well, you, you, start, you start looking at things like that and you start thinking about we Zombie do want... No, we have lots of those. No, I, I'm just thinking of when you do want to when you do want to ruggedize things, and you do want to be able to. Oh, like for instance, in the evenings, I'm talking about um, going back to my Kindle mm-hmm. instead of reading off of my iPad mm-hmm. because it's starting to actually damage my night vision. Oh yeah. Because the backlighting, even if you turn it way down, the backlighting, I really need to be able to reverse and have mm-hmm. black screen with white text on it in the Kindle. Yeah. Or in the iPad, the iPad. rather. Mm-hmm. So that I can still read it in the dark, but it's not so much light behind it that it's destroying my night vision. Yeah. And there's no setting to do that. Nope. And so it's really irritating to me. So I'm like, i got to go back to the, the non-backlit oh, yeah, Kindle absolutely. to read it because it, in the evenings. Because literally, I was walking outside and I was like, wow. I'm actually going to my night vision needs time to recover. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's, just, it's not cool. I've always been a big fan of Kindle over reading it on any of your, you know, any your backlit. I, I, anything backlit. I can't, mm-hmm. I can't handle that for long. There were a lot of, of a fair expansion of e-readers that have licensed electronic ink. Um, Sony has had had mm-hmm. all along. Sony has been like the the. We have one too. We have yeah. one too. <laughs> they were there with Amazon the whole time yep. from, from the get go with the e ink, electronic ink e reader. Somebody had a store though, and somebody did not. not. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and the Sony ones. I mean, you think the Kindle is thin? Yeah. Damn these new e readers from Sony. I'm, and you were really glad it was made of brushed aluminum or whatever really strong metal it was because I'd be afraid I would snap this thing in half by sneezing on it. Mm. But you want to be a super light e reader. Like, 
wafer thin mint. Yes. All right. So how thick is wafer thin? Two millimeters, three millimeters? Millimeter and a half. Wow. Now the the base of it was thicker, which is where the circuitry lived. Right. But the backing for the screen was this unbelievably thin segment. Um, mm. And I mean, this is the same CES where they showed a seven millimeter thick OLED right. 65-inch television. I, I, you told me about that one. And that I weighs was like, 15 pounds. Right. It's like, I want to hang that as oh, a picture on the wall. Now, there's this brick that it connects to that actually <laughs> houses all the control circuitry and the plugs go into and stuff. Right. But you can hide that you know, very easily. And it's also... Totally R&D, not for sale. This is like, we will get around to selling these to you eventually. But, and just imagine you know, plugging your Xbox 720 or PS4 into that, because that's about the time we'll be seeing these TVs for consumers is when those things will become available. For sure. And mm-hmm. it's interesting that none, still, we, Nintendo is the only company to have breathed a word about their next generation console, which they mentioned at E3. Yes. The Wii U. Right. They had a room. <laughs> the Wii U. I, I yes. read a great like yes. comment. Uh, I got the new Game Informer yesterday, and I was reading their the good, bad, and ugly section. And mm-hmm. The ugly section was when you announced your new game console, and people aren't sure if it's an actually a new console or just a new controller. You got problems. Yeah, <laughs> which is basically the Wii U. And Nintendo was not demoing it. It was a there was no. a suite that they had that was invite only. And they had apparently, according to the reports I've been reading, that nothing that they had not already shown at E3 earlier Mm -hmm. in the year. Um, And Sony has come out and said that we will have no announcements at E3. We have no announcements here at CES. Microsoft has said we got nothing to talk about next. So the console life cycle may really have been reshaped to this 10-year cycle that the console makers want it to be. Um, I think Sony's the only one hardware-wise that was really prepared for that because the PS3 is heinously overpowered and was designed to be. Right. Um, the Wii, I'm not surprised it was the first to announce new hardware because it was the weakest of the three oh, to yeah. begin with. Absolutely. It was, right. all, it was all about innovating the controller. Exactly. And yeah. Microsoft is basically saying, hey, we're still making games that sell like hotcakes. They well, Microsoft, Microsoft also, they did put their money into their infrastructure for live. Right. That's where they put all their, where Sony invested in the hardware of their actual systems. Microsoft really focused on their online offering. Yeah, and they're both reaping rewards yeah. from both of those investments. So it's still going to be a while before we start hearing uh, noise about the next-gen consoles. I was, I was kind of expecting to hear something, a hint, be shown an empty plastic case of here's what it's going to look like once we design the guts for it. Yeah, Nothing. No. They're, they're sitting tight saying, no. We really are really happy with as many as we're still still selling mm-hmm. of this generation, and we feel there's untapped power that the developers haven't milked yet, that where the games do just keep looking better and better and better. Right. So Maybe. why would we want to change that? Right? And it's best for consumers, too. I mean, do you really want to buy a new game system every three years? I mean, who wants to do that? No, as a consumer, I'm very yes. happy. I'm just surprised that... They've not fallen victim to the, we're going to put out a new version just to put out a new version, which is the, the siren song of the, yeah. ooh, revenue. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we don't care if it pisses off the customers. They're going to give us their money. No, instead they're saying, no, it's good enough. <laughs> See video card manufacturers. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's hold that. Yes, yeah, let's indeed. Let's keep that in mind. Hmm. All right. We have come up against our next break. And we have to uh, queue up. A little Jonathan Colton for you guys, Woo-hoo. as requested earlier by Pussar. You are listening to Casually Hardcore Live on Versus the World Radio. 
Our RSS feeds are created and maintained by RSS feed creator from JitBit Software Incorporated. Check them out on the web at www.jitbit.com or follow the link from the left-hand side of the front page of vtwproductions.com. We shall return right after this. Versus the World Radio uses Typefrag Ventrilo servers. Try them out for free at www.vtwproductions.com. Once you've experienced their incredible sound quality of their high-availability worldwide servers, sign up for your own vent server at typefrag.com. Use promo code VTW for a special deal. Try on all of their fantastic features, such as their money-back guarantee, instant setup over the Internet, web-based control panel, live chat support, and servers based around the world, so you can always find one that is near to where you like to play. Versus the World uses Typefrag, and so should you. www.typefrag.com, promo code VTW. Listening to VT 
Casually Hardcore continues live on the previously mentioned VTW Productions. I don't know what this is. I don't know what this is. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I have to take care of uh, uh, my thing that I promised to do. Yes, I'm pimping. Uh, I am pimping out the dance party that we were having in Star Wars The Old Republic uh, next week on Jedi Covenant server. Sith side. Sith side uh, at the Imperial Fleet. So if you are playing... uh, Star Wars Old Republic, go ahead and uh, get on and get a character over on Jedi Covenant. Up to at least level um, 10. Up to around level 10 get and get yourself up to the Imperial Fleet. That will make it a lot easier. Do it so, now. Do it. Do it now. You touch me like so, you know me. And uh, I believe that is actually where the fan guild is as well. So I actually need to make a character over there anyway. That is the so. uh, No Excuses has been having a... Check them out on the vtwproductions.com uh, under shows. No excuses podcast. And, and uh, PM Aid or Sean Caster for invites. There you go. Aid spelled, of course. E-I-D. E-I-D. Yes. Yeah. But I digress. We have cruised on into our third half of the show. So allow me to give shout outs to... Who's, who's going... <laughs> That would be me. Sorry, I fell asleep on the air. Sorry, I didn't even realize I was doing it until you said it. I was like, "Oh yeah, that was me." Wow. Oops. Right. I think we're done then. <laughs> we can't even keep our own hosts in, <laughs> awake. Well, I hope you've enjoyed the final episode of Casual Hardcore, <laughs> where even the hosts have been put to sleep. Yeah. Oh, God. Damn you, man. All right. So let me give shout-outs to the participants in our all-volunteer research team who have posted many, many links into the forums. Led, of course, by the... Let <clears throat> me get my voice into shape here. Boba Fetish. Followed by Deus Ex. Fangs with a Z, and it's the Z that makes it cool. Aid. Spelled. Spelled in the interesting E-I-D, but pronounced like A-I-D, because he's from one of those fuzzy nations with an interesting accent. Aid, don't you know, or something <laughs> like that. Hi, 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 hi. What? Why are the chicks all laughing at me? <laughs> Women. <laughs> you pull your pants down again. <laughs> Speaking of pants, why don't you lead with the first story from the first post? Okay, well, I'm not going to do that. Well, <laughs> So I'm actually going to first real quickly provide a little bit more info because Aid did actually post in the research thread all the info for the guild. Okay. Awesome. Bring it on. So it is no excuses. Name the guild. It's part of the Sith Empire. It is on Jedi Covenant. Uh, Aristel is the GM with Vol, V-A-U-L, and Pym as uh, officers. Um, alts of the officers are also listed, such as Evrika, Fernurian. Fernurian. Rarity and Liliel. Uh, the easiest way to find somebody is once you're on that server, Jedi Covenant, you type slash who. It'll bring up a list of players on the world you're on. On top of the window, you'll see a filter. Just type in no excuses into that, and you'll find out who's on for invites into the guild. The only criteria for joining is that you know what VTW is. 
Nice. So apparently the girl is. from uh, yeah Comic Con, um, uh, you know, Pam, Pam from, from True, Blood True Blood will have cannot, cannot be, be in part our of guilt. this guild. Unfortunately, <laughs> VTW. I don't know. I don't know what, what that, that is. is. <laughs> so all right. So you're talking about the first story. Saw this for Grail. Just had to post it. No <laughs> pants day on the Tor- Toronto subway. Actually, there's been no pants day apparently on many different. Oh yes. Uh, oh yes. Public this is just the most recent yes, one. This is just yeah. So it started in New York City in like '03 or something or '05 something. Like and we that. had our very own on the light rail last yeah, week or we, two weeks ago, two weeks ago. I think. Yes. So. Um, so yeah, once a year, ter- intrepid Torontonians get on the subway, take off their pants, and go for a ride. In the process of amusing, scandalizing, and surprising their fellow TTC riders. Oh, that's pretty. Over 100 people did that. Dropped their I pants, wore no rode pants. around. Yeah. Yeah. It's done by the uh, Improv of Toronto. I wonder if the improvs of the various locations. That's probably because that's, that's who did ours. Ours as well on the Tempe Light Rail was hosted by uh, yeah. Tempe Improv. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's sweeping the world. What can I say? You're a big deal. Um, it's kind of a big deal. Okay. People, <laughs> I'm people reaching for it. it. I'm reaching for it. Hey, don't Hang be on. reaching for those things. Wait, wait, hey, oh, hey, hey, hey. hey. Kapkaki. Kapkaki! <laughs> I don't know how to put this, but I'm kind of a big deal. Yes. But I digress. Mm-hmm. There's another one I want to... I'll put it in the show notes, and I want uh, Barry to put it out. It's an entirely visual gag, but it's completely epic. Mm-hmm. Um, guy listed his complaint to Southwest Airlines for having the baggage handling machines damage his brand new luggage, but did in a really cute way where he was a short phrases accompanied by cute pictures. So I was getting ready to go on a plane, picture of a plane, with my new piece of luggage, picture of the luggage, <laughs> and basically the moral of the story is I, my bag was eaten alive by your machine, the people at the airport weren't particularly helpful... And could you please get, have someone contact me to, to sort this out? Well, Southwest not only replied, but they replied in exactly the same format as oh, him. So they had their cool. own version of the, we're very sorry to hear about your bag picture of yes. the bag. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and they went to really, the person went to a great deal of effort to, to do it. So it, totally visual gag. Look for it in the show notes. And uh, Barry, please post it in the uh, uh, IRC. IRC. But just you know, the summary of the response here. Thank you for context about your bag. Picture of the bag. Our employees <laughs> make every attempt to carefully and efficiently handle our customers' baggage and are very sorry to see that your bag was damaged. Picture of a plane. We asked some coworkers for help in composing this letter of apology. Picture of people of the cockpit from uh, Airplane the Movie. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> With autopilot and... Nice. <laughs> although they think we handle... <laughs> although you may think we handle our bags like this... They have the classic gorilla from yes. the commercial yeah. and the baggage the old, handler yes. stacked three stories. The, old, the old Samsonite commercials. Right. <laughs> the truth is we handle with a lot more love and care. <laughs> what is that a picture of? Just, a, a regular baggage handler very carefully handling Handling the bag. The bag. Yeah. As a gesture of goodwill, we'll be making you a check to cough, cover the cost of a new bag. Several Southwest employees holding one of those big <laughs> With the guy's actual name on it. Yep. We hope this is okay with you. Picture of Maverick from uh, Top, Top Gun. Gun with the, oh, with the yeah. Okay. oh, yeah. It's really it's epic the way they did this. It's really cool. Hopefully, this will bridge the gap between our experience and your outcome. Golden Gate Bridge. <laughs> we hope to see you on board a flight again soon, complete with your new bag. And a picture of one of the Southwest kiosks with, it's go time. <laughs> and finally, sincerely, 
Verity from Southwest Airlines and a close-up picture of the people holding the big check. Oh. Nice. That is way better than what that guy who rode into Penny Arcade got. Yeah, no yeah. kidding. <laughs> yes, indeed. And if you guys The have, Avenger controller. Yes. Mm. If you guys have not read that, please go. I think it was December 26th, yep. Penny Arcade, around that area, right before or after Christmas. There's a thread in the forums. Just do a search on our forums for the Avenger controller debacle. Oh, yes. Um, and they have links to all the pertinent sites of yeah. uh, just how this this poor guy. That, that, the guy was just doing an inquiry. Hey, I pre-ordered. This. I mean, how he got treated. Like a, treated yeah. by yeah. complete dirt by this now unemployed. Um, yes. Roid raging freak. Yeah, roid raging. <laughs> yeah, the internet just descended upon this guy yeah. and savaged what did, him. What did they? Okay, for those of us backing who, up the story. Yes, the guy please. had ordered the Avenger controller, which is an, an overlay for controllers uh, that's good for people who want Twitch gaming. That lets you get to your buttons a little bit faster, but it's also really good for people with disabilities who yeah. have to game with one hand. It was actually okay. developed for folks with disabilities. Okay. And, then and then gamers realized, looked at it and said, wait a second, this could be a really This nice... could shave a fraction of a second yeah. off my reaction time. And so competitive gamers apparently use this kind of thing. And this was the version for the PS3 that, he, that they, they originally sold it for the Xbox. And this was going to be the one for the DualShock controller. Right. And they had promised a delivery date of early December. And this was December 16th that this guy was mailing in saying, okay, it's officially now more than halfway through December. I haven't heard anything. You have my money. Can I get a ship shipment date, please? And the one word response he gets from the guy is December 16th. The guy responds with, um, does that mean you're shipping it today? And the guy responding just is a complete the, the, the absolute worst way you could possibly think you could be treated in that. Just treated total like, douchebag. Complete yeah, douchebag. So uh, the guy who was treated this way sent this information over to uh, Penny Mike, Mike. Mike Crowlick, also yeah. known as Gabe, over at Penny Arcade, who threw the entire email interchange up on the front page of one of the highest traffic sites on the web. Oh. Yes. Game on. Yeah. Oh, someone. Yeah, that's a job. Well, loss and not right only that, there. he also, he also, Gabe, or uh, Mike. Before it went up on the front page, Mike yeah. and this guy went back and forth, and this guy obviously had no idea who Mike, Mike was. Mike was. Because yeah. this, this company attends Penny Arcade Expo. Oh, not really? Not anymore. And Mike's like, uh, I really think you're not welcome at my convention anymore. It's like, lol, whatever, dude. Who, I know all these are, people. I know this guy. I know the mayor of Boston. Which, what the hell that yeah. came in things? I don't know. Pax East, probably. Yeah. 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 Um, and the level of groveling when the guy came back said, I had no idea who I was talking to. Like, yeah. So uh, too late. Not that, that he was has, sorry for treating the guy like yeah, that, yeah, but that, that, that he that was sorry has, he didn't sorry. know he was Mike. Right. Yeah. Not, not that that has anything to do with it. it. On one of the blogs that I read, the fly fishing blogs that I read, I read it's the story, and it's one of the biggest fly fishing blogs on the internet. It's called Trout Underground. I've mentioned it previously. And Tom, Tom Chandler, the guy who runs it, he and his wife live in Northern California. They have an adopted three-year-old, and they were flying to Hawaii. And they booked their tickets on United Airlines. Mistake number one. <laughs> and he chronicled the entire thing. They paid for three seats together. Mm-hmm. Paid extra for the three seats together. 48 hours before they were supposed to take off, they checked in to make sure, or 24 right. hours it was, the, I'm the, sorry. The earliest you're allowed to check in. 24 hours, found out that they had three seats scattered all over the airplane. Uh, yes. paid extra yes. for... Got, finally got there. Yeah, and... and Brought this up to United Airlines, and United Airlines' response was to put two of them together. Ooh. Wow. And he was like, we paid the extra fee. Yeah, we don't care. Mm -hmm. They get to Hawaii. They're on the Big Island. Mm -hmm. Go to leave the Big Island. They were delayed two days. 
<laughs> United Airlines couldn't get a plane there to carry all the people off. They had 50 people stuck there. They had 10 available hotel rooms to put these people up in. Wow. It was a freaking nightmare. And again, they did the same thing. They had three seats together, scattered them all over the airplane. They're like, well, if one of your flight attendants would like to take care of my three-year-old daughter who's hyperactive and super spastic because she's a three-year-old, knock yourselves out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I I was a little concerned this morning or when I got here and read the thing about the Southwest Airlines because I love to fly on Southwest. Because they're humans. Because, yeah. it's Okay. So... Southwest Airlines is the airline where I learned this version of the you're getting ready speech. Yes. Where they do the, when the oxygen masks drop out of the um, ceiling above you, if you're traveling with a small child, secure your own mask first and then help them. If you're traveling with two children, decide now which one you love more. (laughs) (laughs) That's really funny. So I was a little concerned when I saw the Southwest thing. And then when I saw the the response, I was like, this is why I give Southwest Airlines my money. Mm -hmm. This is why I fly with them. And no one else. There's another flight where I did with the, For the they, most they part. Did a, a singing, a Broadway show oh, yes, version of yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Because I, I remember sitting on an airplane as a, as a teenager flying up to Portland for a conference, for a Catholic youth conference, and sitting in the back doing the hand motions with the stewards. It was hilarious. <laughs> we had a blast. It, it was way too much fun. Well, and yep. if you treat your customers like people, yes. then, oh, guess what? You get more customers. Like, yes. why I, do I go to Penny Arcade? I, I go to Penny Arcade because of reasons like that. Yes. Mm-hmm. So... As far as the next story to go to, in ghetto. Huh? You had read this one before the show. Microsoft patents avoid ghetto. Oh yes, I actually was going to read right, the one yeah. about. Actually, I was going to read the one about Glados. Okay, you do Glados. Okay, um, let Glados guide you to your destination. You, you monster. monster! I've been waiting for this. She's certainly not the first celebrity to do some voice work for the GPS industry, but she's by far the coolest. Joining the likes of Snoop Dogg, Snoop Dogg, Homer Simpson, and Yoda is GLaDOS, available in a new fan-made custom voice pack over on Reddit. It's a zip file with a bunch of WAV files in it, compatible with Garmin Nuvi units. The file should also work with Garmin Mobile XT units and is available as a free download to everyone who wants to be berated by an artificial intelligence while hunting down the closest Burger King. Don't say we didn't warn you. Very Unfortunately, cool. I no longer have one of those thanks to the nice people at Enterprise in Hawaii. As I left it in the car and then oh. went back like three days later realizing I had left it in the car and was told, yeah, we never found a GPS in your car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. It was on eBay 30 seconds after the guy left work. <laughs> I was a little pissed off. Hmm. That's too bad. And I will let Gnomewise read. Oh, you want to read about the... Yeah. Or I can read it. Yeah, go for it. Okay. Hang on. Let me. I'm pulling it up right now. Uh, Microsoft patents avoid ghetto feature for GPS devices. Microsoft has been granted a patent, and I can't believe they granted him a patent for this, for its avoid ghetto feature for GPS devices. For walking directions. A GPS device is used to find shortcuts and avoid traffic, but Microsoft's patent states that a route can be plotted for pedestrians to avoid an unsafe neighborhood or being in an open area that is subject to harsh temperatures. Created for, which means they'll completely avoid the southern half of the state of Arizona during the summer. Uh-huh. <laughs> Created Just for go home. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the residents like it when you do that. Uh, created for mobile phones, the technology uses the latest crime statistics and weather data and includes them with calculating a route. The patent, written in a combination of techno speak and legalese, which means it's going to implode at any second now, mm-hmm. was awarded to Microsoft earlier this week. It, it also described other uses for the new GPS technology. One section of the patent mentioned that advertisers can use the technology to navigate a user through a newly set up ad campaign. Oh, God help us. Uh, Microsoft declined to comment to CBS Seattle. 
reminds me of uh, what was it, The Art of War, with Sean Connery and uh, oh Wesley Snipes. Wesley Snipes. Are you thinking yeah. of? Oh yeah, right, well, it was, yeah, it yeah, was yeah. Art of War. Art of War. Yeah. Uh, yeah, where they drive into the thing and it was, you know. America's legacy. I forget exactly how the bad neighborhoods. Right. Because uh-huh. the Japanese guys were facing it. was really funny. Anyways, <laughs> <Yeah>. sorry. <laughs> I'm done now. I'll, I'll, go, I'll, I'll go back to sleeping. I just got the computer back, so I have not looked at any of them. Grail, you or me? Oh, my goodness. Uh, you can go ahead. Okay. There was. I oh, you have to read the marijuana one just because I want to hear pronounce the guy's name. Which one is the marijuana one? Uh, it's right below. Driver cheats to, tries to cheat carpool system with fake skeleton in passenger seat. Right below that. Yeah, it's off, ah, a Huffing- yes. it's off a Huffington Post. You yes, know it's This is good. from HuffingtonPost.com. Yes. Uh, entitled, Bizao Dudu Zoppity Bop. You're not done. I know. I'm waiting for the rest of the page to load. Oh, okay. Bizao Dudu Zoppity Bop Bop Bop. Age 30. Arrested by Madison, Wisconsin Police. I'm so transparent. I just wanted to hear you read that. I hate you so bloody For marijuana position. <laughs> yeah. Marijuana. And we do have a, uh, let's see, a Hang on, machine is crawling to a slow crawl. Here he right. doesn't look like a Bizao doo-doo zippity-bop-bop-bop. Bop, bop. like a moon unit Zappa, but that's a girl's name. <laughs> well, that is a girl's. Dweezil Zappa, that's yeah, close enough. Dweezil. We've seen plenty of weird crime mugshots and heard plenty of bizarre stories. But when it comes to criminal names, this one is a mouthful. Bizao doo-doo zippity-bop-bop-bop. <laughs> 30, was arrested Thursday afternoon on charges of carrying a concealed weapon, possession of drug paraphernalia, go figure, possession Mm -hmm. of marijuana, go figure, and a violation of probation, go figure, in Madison, Wisconsin. And the stupidest name (laughs) of all time. Zoppity Bop 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 was born Jeffrey Drool Wilschke. According to court records unearthed by the Capital Times, he legally changed his name to Bizao Dudu Zoppity Bop 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 in October. According to Zoppity Bop Bop Bop's apparent, I love how they just they go with the standard. Know, yes, they, they just keep they just keep saying Facebook the whole account. Thing. Oh, yeah, it's great. When he's not in trouble with the law, he enjoys activities including eating, standing, walking, thinking, and diamond. Ooh, diamond! Yes, he's also single, so there's that, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> Zoppity Bop Bop was apprehended by authorities after neighbors complained of excessive drinking and drug use around a local park. The Madison Police Report says. <laughs> Wow. Zoppity bop bop. Beep bop. Boop boop boop. Hi. James Brown lyric. I need a word here. That's good. I like that. What do you got? We got French fast food chain offers up Star Wars burgers. Ooh, I missed that. Yummy. Frightening looking. From Quick, a European fast food chain that's similar to McDonald's, is rolling out a promotion from January 31st to March 5th, tying into the February 8th release of Star Wars The Phantom Menace. In 3D. In 3D. So first, diners can choose between a Darth Maul-supported dark burger made from hot, uh, made hot with pepper, sprinkled bun, pepper sauce, and pepper cheese, and a Yoda-supported Jedi burger topped with mozzarella cheese and spicy mustard. But the real blockbuster comes from March 2nd through 5th, where quick diners can order the Darth Vader, which is V-A-D-O-R. Their spelling. Their spelling. Burger, which features a bun dyed as black as Vader's heart. (laughs) 
and this thing is exactly it as, is black. It, it is, is black. black. It is black. Black, black, black. very much. A vegetable coloring agent. Uh, so they're also going to have uh, fried cheese snacks shaped like stars and special ice cream treats as well as Amidalia and Anakin toys. Uh, sadly for Americans, however, Star Wars, uh, American Star Wars fans, none of the chain's 495 restaurants are on our side of the pond. These are not the burgers we are looking for. Oh, that's too bad. Too bad. So there you go. You can. Yes, you did. <laughs> yes, you <laughs> did. <laughs> that is one black burger. It, yes, it is. is. I mean, it doesn't even look like pumpernickel. It looks just it's like. Black. It's black. It looks like yeah. ash. Yeah. yeah. They, they form ash into a burger shape. It's like. I'm, I'm assuming it just tastes like regular bread, it's just with food coloring just in food there. Coloring, but yeah. I would have a real hard time like, putting that in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and usually, you don't have any problems putting stuff in your mouth. So <laughs> you just couldn't. Walk that away is from saying it. something. <laughs> I hate huh. you so Interesting. bloody much. On the bottom of that very page, yes. yes. Is the link to Swordsman who wielded Darth Vader's lightsaber has died? Oh yeah, this is from January second. Rick yeah. McCallum. Yeah. Uh, no, actually, when Star Wars fans think of the men who brought Darth Vader to the big screen, they typically recall David Prowse, who provided Vader's imposing presence in most scenes, or, ja- or actor James Earl Jones, who gave the, sig- the character his signature sound. But Prowse and Jones weren't the only men behind Vader. I personally did not know this. Olympic swordsman Bob yeah. Anderson also filled Vader's black boots, and while his name isn't synonymous with the baddie, he was the an all-important part of some of the most memorable Vader scenes in the history of the film franchise. He also did a yeah, lot did of a bunch of other scenes. Lord of the Rings. Yeah, yeah apparently and, he uh, died. Princess Bride. Uh, Princess oh, really? Bride I didn't know that. He choreographed yeah. the fight between, uh, you know, and Inigo Montoya. And, oh, really? I am and the yeah. uh, man no, with the, the six, six fingers. fingers yeah. uh, let's see. He died early in the early hours of New Year's Day. No, he, he did not die young. I mean, he was in his 80s, I recall. Yes, yes no, yeah. he I was. I remember seeing him in the making of Lord of the Rings and was already like, wow, that guy's still up Yeah. But he still had it. We yeah, still, I mean, could do he it. worked with Errol Goddamn Flynn. Yes, yes. so he did. he's been around a while. A while in the industry. Well, also, I guess he went originally uncredited, and Mark Hamill. Yes, came I was and said, just yeah. about to read that it was Anderson as Vader who struck down Obi Wan Kenobi in the first Star Wars film in 1977. Although it was years later before that information became readily available, courtesy of Luke Skywalker actor Mark Hamill. "Quote: It was always supposed to be a secret, but I finally told George Lucas." I didn't think it was fair anymore, Hamill told Starlog Magazine in 1983. Bob works so bloody hard that he deserves some recognition. It's ridiculous to preserve the myth that it's all done by one man, which good for Mark Hamill. Yeah, absolutely. That's really cool, actually. I mean, I'm sorry the guy's dead, but – and that is – I mean, that's the nature of things. But yeah. it's cool that at least he's getting – he got the recognition yeah. that he deserved for all the hard work that he did on Oh, no, they, they gave him that's huge really cool. props in the uh, – Lord of the Rings making of materials. He yeah, was, I didn't even know they were list. They were releasing episode one in 3D until this morning. <laughs> There's a buck to be made. Yeah. Oh, I know that. Uh, that it didn't surprise me at all. It was just that I I hadn't seen any advertisements. I mean, I was, seriously, I was watching a British soccer game mm-hmm. and saw the ad on the side of the field, Phantom Menace in 3D, January or whatever it was. I was like, wait a minute, I haven't heard about any of that over here. Yeah, and I weren't you happier then? Before probably, you yes, actually, now that you mention it. I think it. they're just kind of like, we're just not going to mention too much about the first one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when we get to like episode three, maybe we'll start the real yeah. advertising. Yeah, freaking Sith yeah. in 3D. Oh, sign me up. Yep, yeah. pretty much. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> All right, that brings us neatly to our final break of show. Mm-hmm. You are listening to Casually Hardcore Live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. Coming up next, all of you with all of us.
Warm up your copies of Skype. What? <laughs> no, I just got a text from somebody. Oh, she's right over there. No. Hi, no. Thumbelina, it wearing wasn't from... the XKCD shirt of doom. It wasn't. It wasn't Stand from... back. I'm going to try science. Yes. No, it was from someone I work with out at, out at the base who entire family now has the 24-hour bug that I had oh, two days before nice. Christmas. Yeah, that's what I'm getting. So I was like, damn. Typhoid Gwenora. Yeah, pretty much. That's what she's <laughs> telling me. Even Even though I saw her two weeks after I was done with it. So have your copies of Skype ready. VTW Shows is the address. What did you see or not see, or what do you want to talk about? Uh, computer Electronics Computer Electronics Show. CES, Consumer. Consumer Electronics Show and or just gaming uh, technology in general. We shall return right after this. Yeah. 
Hi, this is Will Wheaton from Radio Free Burrito, and you are listening to Versus the World Radio. Casually Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. Warm up those copies of Skype because it is now time for the call-ins. Oh, look, there's already one there. What a concept that. You guys are learning to get the jump on us, you see. Start calling him during the break. Aha, uh-huh, what you did there. I saw it. Who's calling? This is true. True, what up? Well, not much. It's like uh, just uh, enjoying the show as usual. Excellent. That's why we do it. And what did you have to say on today's call-in topic? What did you see from CES that piqued your interest? What did you not see? Have they managed well, to make you not care? A lot of evolution this year, not a lot of revolution. Yes. Though I did find the uh, lenticular TV with the face tracking that automatically focused on four people so they could have glass 3D in the room without having to work, without having to manually tune it was very interesting and probably will cost a bloody fortune. Yeah, but it was an interesting concept of, no, it'll figure out where you're sitting and adjust focus depth for up to four individuals to make. Because that's one of the challenges to the no glasses 3D is it really is position specific and you have to kind of be in the sweet spot and one person gets the full effect of, oh, yeah, that looks great. That's one of the big advantages to the glasses where pretty much no matter where you're sitting within a certain number of degrees of center, it looks pretty damn good. And... 3D, just in general, looked better this year than it did last year. It really failed to impress last year. And there were a couple times this year we were, we were all like, wow, LG. hey, yeah, LG. 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 LG and Samsung Amazing. both, but LG to yeah. a greater extent. LG was the one. Well, I like LG because they're all passive. I hate the active classics, yeah, and Samsung is a split between the two. Right. Well, and my one thing about the, the, not, the no glasses 3D is it's still not where I want it to be. Right. But it... Uh, it was nice, but I still think that it's got a ways to go before it reaches oh, like, yeah. the passive technology. Well, to me, it just hit the point where it's like, what? what's the point of the no glasses? It just wasn't noticeable at all. It wasn't as noticeable, no. Yeah. That's for sure. It was very, yeah. And the no glasses is just, no. It's, it's why would I spend money on that? Although I think if they, with this technology, if it gets better, so maybe two, three iterations of this will be amazing. Just like... HD, the, the 3D last year, LG's mm-hmm. was okay. It wasn't great, but this year it's amazing. Like, uh, also, they're getting more more content, but the yeah, the content is key. I mean, a lot of 3D content looks like a bunch of cardboard cutouts on rails. Right. Exactly. You got a problem with cardboard cutouts? <laughs> <laughs> He's a cardboard racist. Uh, yes, oh, he is. wow! True, you've been outed live on the air, cardboard racist. <laughs> Just change change your online persona. You're not true anymore. You're now cardboard racist. Cardboard racist. What if you notice something? My Murloc will eat you. Oh, God, oh, no. no. Don't do it, man. <laughs> Whatever. Well, thank you for calling. Time to make room for our next victim in our long parade of listenership. Be well. And, of course, the moment I'm ready to switch calls, the other person vanishes. Damn you, Skype! Well, I know something. On the Connect that we were talking about earlier, we actually used our old school Connect. Am I? What's going Okay, so we actually used our old school Connect yesterday to play Dance Central 2, one of the games I got for Christmas that I just opened last yeah. night. And Grail and I were playing the new crew mode, which is really nice because you get to play two people at a time. And I was having quite a blast, but we got really tired. It is hard. It is a lot of movement. 
especially when it's getting mad at you for not moving like your legs. <laughs> and you're like, oh. So, yeah, it was, uh, but it was well done. I mean, it has co-op mode, so it feels more kind of like, uh, what's, what's the game? Rock Band, where you're playing oh, together. Right. And yes. so, and you're trying to earn stars and it has that same, I mean, it's a harmonics game, so you can kind of understand why it would, uh. Uh, have the same uh, mechanics to it. But it was fun. I mean, for a dancing game, it, the Kinect's definitely the way to go. Excellent. All right, you are live on Casual Hardcore. Who's calling? Mm-hmm. Hi, Fusar. How are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I am enjoying this new microphone way too much. Now that you've actually managed to have Skype play nice with it, yes. Oh, Yes. Well, that was so easy to figure out how to get these two things to work together. I mean, I could have figured this out. 17 simple own. steps. 17 simple steps and hey, presto. Now you've got your super sexy uh, Samson microphone. And oh, it yes. actually works with this your Skype. So I guess we'll be yes, right back at you. And <laughs> you will be uh, calling in with more frequency, I would assume. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. That is my plan. That is, if I can get the spawn to not destroy this one, uh, just as he destroyed the the three microphones I had within two weeks. Uh, well, he destroyed, this is, this is he destroyed my having, fatality uh, microphone, and he destroyed two microphones and a USB to jack converter within the span of 10 days. Wow. Ah, parenthood. Yay. Lovely. Yes, indeed. So, have you been paying any kind of attention to the uh, Consumer Electronics Show over here in the U.S.? Um, not a lot, really. I've been trying to troubleshoot my microphone, and I have been up to You're my... so happy to have, have a working mic. I'm going to call in. I don't have anything for the topic, but I'm going to call I in, have, I have been up to my elbows in trying to, in, in trying to figure out how to get this server to run properly so I won't fail my class. But ah. I'm sure that once it goes on YouTube, I will know everything. There is... There is that, at least. Well, it's good to hear the sultry sounds of your uh, European voice. Oh, yes. Now, you're, you're, you're Norway, yeah. right? Or you're Denmark. I always forget. <laughs> you're Take just insulting. <laughs> there are fjords involved. Oh, are you I, from? oh, you're from the USA somewhere. Go play with your guns, you rednecks. <laughs> wow! Actually, right she then. says this as I'm filling out. She says this as I'm filling out a form for the ATF. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not Sadly, lying. Sadly, uh, you're pretty much spot on there because we are from one of the gun totinist uh, states in the union, and mm-hmm. God loves us for us. Welcome to Arizona. Here's your gun. <laughs> oh man, I'm never going to visit you guys. You'll, 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 you'll have to pay a little bit extra to be able to conceal carry it, but other than that, go for it. Ye, no. dare I say, haw. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, I'll just leave the gun toting to you guys. Be afraid. <laughs> Be very afraid. I, I, am I afraid. can do that. I'm sitting right here. There's like an ocean between us. Mm-hmm. And I like keeping the ocean between me and you <laughs> crazy gunslinging maniacs. <laughs> and your banjos. <laughs> Remember, my dear, an armed society is a, a polite, polite society. society. <laughs> Oh, uh, yes, uh, yes, yes, indeed. And it was very nice talking to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> Take care. See ya. All right, they're queuing up here. Thank you for calling. You're on Casually Hardcore. Who's on the line? This is Tech Priest. Tech Priest. They were getting all the great accents this I week. I know. All right. Yeah. I'm not going to talk. Just go. 
You just want to listen to, yeah. the, to, the, to the accent, don't <laughs> <Yes>. you? <laughs> we just need uh, Goex to call. And we're good. <laughs> Get some Scottish in there. Yes, exactly. We're in his kilt. So, Texas, <laughs> what, what are your thoughts on the topic of the week? Yeah, I saw a transparent screen, touchscreen from CS. That was really interesting to see. That was the window that we took you guys over to see at Samsung. Yeah. This was one of their extreme R&D uh, up for awards for innovation at CES. Yeah, that if that can be made affordable, I mean, the what we're describing here is basically picture your window mm-hmm. to the outside world that can be turned into a display. Nice. Now, when I walked up to it, I thought, I was looking at a screen that had just Stickers really, really <laughs> brightly colored transparent decals on yeah. it. And then they went away. Yep. And those were the high resolution graphical images just on a clear piece of glass. Mm-hmm. So you're looking through your window in your kitchen and you're reading your weather reports and you're reading your email. And then the most impressive thing was when yes. you put it in window uh, blind mode uh-huh. where these blinds like the horizontal blinds appeared and blackened the window oh he that's cool he actually had to pull the, pull the string pull down pull the string down with his finger <laughs> that's to pretty sweet <laughs> it was clever yeah um, that's cool so I'm hoping that that's something that's not heinously difficult or expensive to manufacture because I would love to see that kind of thing start turning up everywhere you, well you look at the the, re, the Abrams Star Trek movie and all the the wall size displays that are that transparent materials like okay we can do that now well and also i mean we saw an exhibit there that had a, a frame that they put around a tv that was very artistically done and you saw a couple other people say what can you do to get rid of the eyesore of a television right. in the middle of your room well what if it's just your window exactly and you just have a giant bay window how that awesome would that when be? you're not watching tv is a, a giant window, window. a giant window <laughs> and then when you need to Darken the room or turn into TV mode, just black. Yeah, and it went. It didn't go from you know, kind of transparent. It went to okay, we're opaque now. Exactly. Have a nice day. Now, I'm not sure how that would do with an actual you know actual sunlight coming behind it, but lots of unanswered questions. But yes, that was one hell of an impressive demo. There's routinely a crowd gathered around that one little section of the back outside of Samsung's enormous booth. Yeah, I could understand that. Yeah, but it, I would it, also like to give a shout out to the dance party right now. Go for it. We have seven people there. Uh, Gabran, Aid, Lenle, Sean Custer, me, Katos, and R-Style. Yay! Yeah. Yeah, we're Cantina some... in Tatooine. We'll be having some difficulty um, attending that just because none of us have portable computers that are capable of running over <laughs> public. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> we just barely kind of scrape together enough desktops that can handle it. To yeah, it's gonna be a while since I can justify the money. There's one downside to buying the new bleeding edge game with the new engine that requires the oh my god graphics card to you must be this tall to ride this ride. So we can maybe log our characters in and then walk away. So our avatars will be standing there, <laughs> dancing, drooling, like five frames <laughs> per second. <laughs> okay, tech priest, we have a we have a, a wish from our producer. If you could say left side mini whelps. <laughs> Do it. Uh, left side mini whelps. Nice. Yes. <laughs> left side and even side. There you go, Barry. Left side mini whelps. <laughs> You've made Barry a very happy producer. And his beard is smiling as well. <laughs> I aim to please. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Tech <laughs> Take care. We're going to move on to our next. <laughs> Moving on. I'm sorry. That was way too funny. <laughs> 
I am to please. I am to please. He's so good. I, I love, love that. Yes, he do, yes, Barry, he does sound just like that. Dude. Another yes. one that I could just hear. Just a lot just happier, though. Yes, not quite so angry. Yes. The top ten things that sound best when said when spoken by James Earl Jones. Yes, yeah. exactly. Oprah. <laughs> Moving on. Hello, you're on Casually Hardcore. 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 Who's calling? <laughs> this is AgriSSW. AgriSSW. <laughs> Shall we get the shout-out to Ambrosia out of the way right now? Yes, shout-out to my girlfriend, Ambrosia Hartnett. Uh, yay. <laughs> Just checking. You know, we have, we have certain formalities we need to observe. Yes. <laughs> No, Zenith, we are not going to get him to shout that. <laughs> this is a PG-rated show for the most part. Plus, he was a really nice guy. <laughs> yes, he was. Yeah, what the <laughs> was that? Yes. Yes. Uh, anyway, yeah, in case you're wondering, just look to do a Google search on the Finnish Guildmaster Goes Nuts. Yeah. Search, search for that. Moving on. Uh, so what did you see out of uh, CES that uh, got your interest? Uh, what got my attention is a video I saw posted on the uh, Casually Hardcore Facebook page. Was uh, I believe it was Daxa uh, looking at the Star Wars uh, MMO uh, keyboard and stuff. Yeah, so we got a couple of shots of that. Um, if you go to you can go to Casually Hardcore Facebook page, or you can go to the front page of VTWProductions.com. Upper right hand corner, click on the Facebook link. That'll take you to the newly minted Facebook page, which lots of really short uh, snippety glimpses of all the stuff we we tried to remember whenever we. Thought something was cool. Remember, whip out a camera and get some footage of it. Yeah. So none of it's been edited, but it's just up there in its raw form. But there's at least two, maybe three videos of the Swotor keyboard up there yeah. in all of its glory. And you can tell mine is very raw because I was playing with it, and then a guy comes over and he's like, "Do you want me to explain it to you?" I'm like, "Yes, please do." <laughs> yeah. So I, I caught him to, talking. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I wanted to call in because I wanted to get your uh, what's your information on it. Uh, what'd you get out of it? Uh, what Dakar? price should it be? Um. <laughs> I think if it was the same price as the mouse, I would buy it. So if it was one fifty or one thirty, whatever or it one, is, yeah, one thirty, whatever, I would definitely buy it as two fifty. Yeah, as cool as it is, even with the little lights flashing, I mean, it's it's got some wow factor for sure. But supreme nerd cred, absolutely yeah. supreme nerd. If you had the money. I highly recommend you pick one up. Pick one up. <laughs> yeah. It is so it choice. Is so it choice. is so choice. But yeah, I don't think for massive amounts of people, if they could definitely lower that price point a little bit uh, by a third, yeah, yeah. That, w- that would help. But it's it's amazing. It looks great. And once they get more apps built into the little touchscreen thing, that will be really good. Yeah, support or at least support directly in games would be would be lovely as long as they or they can keep updating their little middleman. Uh, yeah. software that comes with it. Well, and also, I mean, uh, we mentioned on one of the CES wrap-up shows, Proper Todd and I both own a Merc keyboard, and those, it'd be really hard for me to replace that keyboard. The Z-board product? Yeah. yeah. You're really, I mean, you've, you've gotten accustomed to you it. You get really used to it. And it's a it. wonderful multi-purpose. Mm-hmm. If you get, maybe get an add-on, maybe they should sell just the add-on. Just the add-on with the screen, screen with the buttons, yeah. As that'd a be, USB device. I would they definitely. Might, they would make, make some bank there. Yeah, I'd pay, sexy. I'd pay like, Around hundred bucks. Yeah, ninety nine ninety nine would be yeah. a wonderful price point for just the just that functionality, the context sensitive keys and the touchscreen as an yeah. outboard to your existing keyboard of choice. Now, Razor, I know you're listening. <laughs> yeah. Send the royalty check to the following app. Exactly. <laughs> Excellent. Gnome needs more money. Gnome always needs more money. Gnome probably couldn't afford the trip he just went on, but <laughs> for all of your sake. I, I threw myself on the grenade. See what I do for you. 
And the show at alphabetradio.com is the PayPal account to send donations to. (laughs) Thank you, Agrius, for calling. Make those checks out the cash. (laughs) That's right. Cave Johnson, we're done here. (laughs) All right, casuals, thank you for having me. Uh, It's great to hear Daxa and uh, Gwenora again. Awesome sauce. Our pleasure to be here. All righty. Moving forward, onward, upward, and sideways. You're on Casually Hardcore. Who's calling? This is Deus Ex. How are you guys? Deus. What's up, Deus Ex? Happy early birthday. Thank you. Uh, And I have a thing to say. I would... Buy Razor stuff, except they're not uh, best made products. Except uh, even their build quality is shit. So, tell us how you really. <laughs> yeah, what, what do you really feel? Don't hold back. <laughs> Don't oh, you, I would turn it into an R-rated show very easily. <laughs> yeah, I know you would, based on some of the comments I saw in the IRC. <laughs> Not that I disagree with you, but still. <laughs> we do have a modicum of standards to maintain here. We do? Of course. I thought we did. Oh, okay. Cool. I've always wanted to have standards. <laughs> Even accidental ones. So what was it you were interested in <clears throat> that you've seen from CES? I actually saw some stuff from EVGA I was interested in. Uh, new motherboards and their line of power supplies I'm definitely interested in. And I'm still trying to decide... Uh, whether or not to build my computer or build up my console library of games, so... Yeah. That is a, a hard choice. Because they're both money pits, and it's hard to maintain both money pits simultaneously. And, I mean, I'm, I'm still... I have a PS3 that I have almost no games for, and it has it is, it is failed to suck me into its gamingness uh, across trying two different uh, highly recommended games. Um... So my, I'm, I would steer you towards the PC end of things just because that's where my gaming universe ha- has always and apparently is going to continue to dwell. Um, and the fact that you can do modular upgrades on your PC and not have to um, buy a whole new PC like you know, Dax and Grail did. But in, in anticipation... I effectively am building an, a whole new PC if yeah. I do do that. So, mm-hmm. and so I mean, If you're going to do it, do it right, they say. Yes, and you guys and I won't have had a wonderful to, experience. I won't get to buy any games for six months either. So, fine. Uh, are you playing something like Old Republic that can that can carry you through as a single title? Let's see. I have. Let me bring up my Steam list, and I'll t- be able to tell you. <laughs> wow. Be afraid. I have. I have so many games to play. It's not even funny. Let's okay, see so you're not going to be hurting for titles. No, exactly. Hmm. And uh, we've got someone else in the conference here that I snuck in to, to get one more in before we wrap. Who has joined Deus Ex and the Casuals? Good day, casualties. I brought a- I brought Daxa another <laughs> accent. Hi, Daxa. How you doing? Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I've also been asked by Tech Priest if you can guess where he's from as well. Where Tech Priest is from? Mm-hmm. I have no Hi. idea. I'm going to go Finland. Is that where he's from? Can uh, I guess Norway? Okay, mm. so we have, we have a Deus Ex vote for Norway. Norway. Uh, Gnome Wise voting for Finland. Any other takers? I have no clue. I'm horrible at figuring out where accents are from. I just know I like them. Survey says... <laughs> I'm waiting on Tech Priest to actually tell me. <laughs> <laughs> no, either. <laughs> oh, yeah. Tech Priest. So what's your guess? Where is he from? I was actually uh, sitting with the call ringing, so I couldn't actually hear any hear him talking. Oh, uh, got it. Uh, I'm assuming somewhere in Scandinavia. Yeah, oh, he says Scan- Sweden. 
Sweden. Oh, Sweden, Sweden. yeah. Of course. Yes. Hi, Aristeel. So, yeah, I'm obviously hanging out in Moss Isla at the moment in Tatooine with the No Excuses Guild. Nice. And to answer the question of the week, there was absolutely nothing in CAS that I thought, I need that now. Yeah. Apart from maybe cupcakes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Say it with me. Cupcake! Cup <laughs> <sighs> yes. yes. Yeah, the, uh, we really kind of summarized it as this was an odd-numbered Star Trek film of a CES. It yeah, really it fulfilled the, 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 all the salient points of a convention. Well, I mean, to me, the OLED screens mm. made me say, oh, yeah. when my TV dies, I, will be I would like OLED. to get that, but I'm not going to run out and you know, force it right now. At $10,000 right. $10, yeah, a no. pop. Yeah. Well, hopefully... <laughs> They will come down in price. Yes. For me, the tech that I am kind of waiting on is a good, multiple viewable angle 3D television where I don't need glasses. Right. You know, yeah. I would sit with people where they sit in my room, and I'm not on the video. Well, I'm not personally on the video, so you can't see me doing that. But just sit anywhere in the living room like they do at the moment and not have to wear this stupid, expensive glasses and watch te- 3D TV if they really want to. Well, the good thing about the the passive technology is the glasses are like a buck a pop. They're those cheapy glasses. But one thing yeah, that's so uncomfortable. Would you really? Well, we do watch movies like that. Yeah. But would you? Well, do you want to? No. Well, not really. But the one thing that what was it? The the LG booth booth did really well. Is I was wearing my glasses when I walked into the LG booth, and nothing is worse than putting glasses on glasses, which I, I do when I go to the movies. So they yeah, were I have also that have... problem too. So you know, whenever I go see a 3D movie, I have the exact same problem. My glasses, and then the 3D glasses on top of that. Usually, I have to take my glasses off and then put the 3D glasses on and put the uh, glasses in my pocket, and yeah. it's a whole convoluted. Well, that don't really mess. mess your eyes up, right? Mm-hmm. And it's really annoying. So what LG did is they actually handed me clip-on glasses for my glasses. Oh, nice. Oh, that's handy. Yeah, so yeah, then that's very handy. when you that, left that seems the LG... completely obvious now that no. I've heard someone say it. Duh. Yes. So they handed hey, me do those. You can get contacts like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I wear contacts, but I only need them for reading, so I wear flip ups. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Stephen Wright. <laughs> when you finished the booth, you were supposed to turn them back in, and mine got into my purse. How on earth did that happen? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I mean, Dicky the black fingers. They're cheap glasses. People were walking address? out with them all all over the place. But, you know, I was just like, oh, my God, I'm going to take these with me because these apparently would be great we, for not the only, Apparently, not only <laughs> do we not have standards, well, yeah. but we don't have morals or ethics either. Right? <laughs> now I'm back in familiar territory. Okay. <laughs> screw you. Screw you. You're cool. Screw you. I'm out. <laughs> oh, but they're Bless awesome. You. I'll take pictures. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Yeah. Say what again? <laughs> Do they speak basic on In what? what? <laughs> Say what again? Huh? Uh, basic. Do they speak it? What does Darth Plagueis the Wise look like? So yeah, so you're right though that the the TV, the 3D TV, non glass ones, it's going to take a couple years before they get the technology I, to where it's like, ooh, I I like that. But it's nice to see that they're actually they are iterating. They're working, and there yes. was a noticeable improvement year to year. Yes. Because uh, I was really dubious about the whole 3D thing. I mean, and granted, they, they desperately do need to come up with a reason to sell us TVs because now that HD content is more or less available in plentiful uh, amounts, the televisions that we have now, I can't think of a reason other than breakage right. why right. I would need to rush out and buy another television. Oh. To be frank, got- I'm still running my old C 
CRT thing that's like mm-hmm. massive. But it, I'm it doing works. the same thing. I'm doing the same thing, but mine is NHD TV, but it's a CRT, and it's not the four by three either. So mm-hmm. it's one of no, those things where I'm yeah. like, I don't really. I spent seven hundred dollars on this thing originally several years ago. I don't really feel the need to buy one right now anyway so and i'll just we're not alone in that in the, in the industry yeah. is like uh, i'll just wait until it dies what before can i have we to do go buy one. to force people to buy a tv mm-hmm. we know we no longer have any government mandated switches to hd from sd to rely upon now what do we do <laughs> yeah exactly. great we, we pushed it back about nine years but here we are again and they're, they're here they are with the 3d and but yeah they you lack think content. Good films in 3D or something. Exactly. exactly. And you're seeing that. I mean, I'm not going to watch football in it or anything like that. See, that's where the, they think that that's one of the greatest things ever. They think they can sell us sports in 3D, and I'm getting the same. But I don't enjoy handbag. I saw the sports in 3D on. Uh, who was it that had them? The was it the ESPN booth that had them? Yeah. Okay, not so good. No. Yeah. Needs not work. so good. It's Needs really work. not yeah. worth it. No. The sharpness, like watching sports on a very high contrast, the OLED screen, right? Non three D was beautiful. Awesome. But see, I'd be more interested in that than I would have either the three D. Yeah. Because my feeling is, if I'm watching three D TV or watching sports on three D television, might as well I, go to the game. <laughs> I should be out playing it. Is my reaction. And the thing that might keep the industry happy is with the OLED technology allowing these super thin, extremely light deployments of very large screens that'll allow room configurations that would have been impossible previously mm-hmm. so you may get a fair amount of business of people redesigning and remodeling a room around the wall screen I mean, right. if you've ever seen the movie edition of fahrenheit 451 you know what i'm talking about where the entire wall is the screen yeah that's doable now sure for a reasonably sized room or will be once they start actually shipping these things in quantity where you could build a frame into the wall like Grail was describing, mm-hmm. and it just it becomes part of the architecture, and the wall is the screen without having to go down the road of a projector, which is the way you've been able to achieve that up until now. So, And uh, even with projectors, Mitsubishi was demonstrating some pretty damned impressive projectors mm-hmm. as well. Yes, they were, actually. That technology actually. is not dead by any stretch of the imagination, but so this whole idea of the wall-sized screen becomes a reality and that'll that'll get them some sales when you look at you know because when you can put a picture of the outdoors uh, as your screensaver and you walk into the room and you think you're looking out of a window you've got something there mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, it's like what they did in back to the future wasn't it in back to the future they had a version of it in total recall yeah um and there were there was a demonstration yeah. uh they had the house of the future kind of a thing yes. where they had the total recall wall wall which was, which really was cool. the touchscreen interface for the home the house uh, central computer and was showing the outside world when it was in idle mode and it's like ah total recall i remember that very cool mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. we are living science fiction kids it's a wonderful time to be a nerd we're getting there we're getting this is also a wonderful time to wrap up the show yeah so, <laughs> don't, don't sound so well played. happy. Yeah. Well played, sir. Well played. <laughs> Thank you for calling in. We will catch you guys next time. I believe next week, uh, same bat time, same bat channel for some subset of all of us who begin. subset. Oh. <laughs> Boo Hey, people are paying attention to me. Oh. All right. We're going to kick you guys to the curb on Skype so we can wrap up things on San Broadcaster. Thank Take you for care. calling. See you guys later. Bye. Thanks, Bye, guys. guys. And please check out all the fine shows on the Versus the World Network. 
There are more there now than there used to be. You may not be aware of that fact. Come to vtwproductions.com, click on these shows, pull down at the top of the page. Check out all the fine shows you find there. You will be glad that you did. Ever-expanding, ever-forward. Now that Pussar has a high-quality mic, uh, I fear for the future of the shows on our network because... Really? She's been asking me, hey, this Sam Broadcaster thing. Oh, oh wow. This ought to be highly entertaining. Yeah. How about that? It'll be even more international than we already are. Exactly. There'll be more accents on the network tax. Nice. Shall we tune I will in, never tune, tune out. Tune it into that live stream. There you go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Talk to me, baby. Give me a little, little hit of Scandinavian. Exactly. Some Scottish. Some Scottish. Maybe we've got, if we got an Irish guy in here, you, you, you'd be... Never see your wife again. I know. <laughs> Curled up in the corner of the headphones. I'm going, oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, fella. <laughs> Check us out on all the various social media feeds of your choosing. You can get updates of new shows, live shows, kapkake. Uh, you can find us on the Facebook. You can find us on the Twitter, the Google+, Plus, the email. The Gwen is looking at me like I've sprouted a second head. <laughs> Thanks to UrbanDictionary.com. Four. I get the cup cupcake joke now. Oh, <laughs> you dork. <laughs> you people are wrong. The definition there that yes. you found is not the one we're Okay, all right. About. We'll discuss this off yeah. air then. <laughs> not Ours is the a game. play on something else that rhymes with cup cupcake. So is the one, right. he, so is the one yes. he found. Yes. Okay, good. Yes. His is altogether more disgusting. Oh, yes, okay. very much so, but it kind of gives me an inkling. Which we I will talk about funny. this one the hell off the Yes, air. very much so. So... We'll be back next week. Emails to ch at vtwproductions.com, or you can find us on Facebook and interact with us there. We are all there under the same heading as we were being criticized for earlier, all posting under the same account. And we're all admins <laughs> on the page, so what exactly did you expect? Yeah. We, talk, so, we differentiate who's yeah. posting. We always put our name in first. Who am I talking to now, Sybil? All right, mm-hmm. coming up next on Versus the World Radio, The Emperor's Court. Starring Emperor 1G and Highlander, our favorite white right-wing nut job paired with our favorite left-wing nut job. Now with 100% more girl on more their nuts. show. <laughs> no, one of, I guess less nuts. Oh, less nuts. With okay. the uh, addition of Eve to the lineup. Uh, yeah, and then comedy gold happened. So stay tuned, but we, the hell, are out of here. Bye-bye, radio people.